Welcome in, everyone, to episode 78 of the Bowcast podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Payne, joined by my co-host, Speedy Chief 2. Yo, what's up, Caleb? It's good to be back, man. How are you feeling? It's good to be back, man. I got me and the cat right here. She's rolling around here. Look, girl, uh... you run around, and this is what's going to happen. You all can see this <laughs> on our YouTube page if you are watching this on YouTube. Either way, if you're not, drop us a subscription, subscribe. And, you know, leave us any comments. I was going to say this too. Feel free to drop any comments or questions in our YouTube videos because on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and stuff, you can't really leave comments outside the yeah. reviews. Um, I don't think you can even leave review uh, comments on reviews for Spotify, but for YouTube, you can. So if you have any questions, maybe we can kick off the show every time with like questions we have from the audience from previous episodes, right? And some people will do it on our Twitter and stuff, but it's a little yeah. bit harder to access because it's not tied to the episode. But we're here. First episode seemed to be pretty good. I don't know how it looked for you all, but let me tell you, you don't even know the speedy. I don't. I think it was a pain, right? Really? <laughs> so there's a few things, no. yeah. But but it, I I have the system down now. So I have I have a laptop. It's an Apple, right? It's a MacBook. So I have Final Cut Pro. It's an editing software just for Apple products. Um, and then you can use Adobe Premiere, which is just uh like you know with Photoshop. Mm-hmm video editing as well and all that stuff. So I have that as well. But because we record these on our desktop, I was thinking, you know what? Maybe I'll just try to figure out Adobe Premiere once and for all, right? I typically use Mm -hmm. Final Cut Pro, but uh, this time I'm just going to try to figure it out because everyone seems to think that it's good. So I'm editing it. I'm trying to learn it on like Wednesday morning. And I was like, oh, this can't be too hard. And there's mad delay. But just on my end, not in your end. I think there's something weird. Maybe our webcam or our mics or something. But the video quality or format when we record are different so what yeah it's weird so it it's so it's it's really odd in the beginning our mouths are synced up and we're on different wave uh, audio lens right yours is synced up throughout the whole time mine midway through i'm like my mouth is moving my words are coming out like five seconds later and then by the end of it it syncs up again and there's like over an hour and a half of like footage I have to look through. I'm like, I don't know where it desyncs, but slowly no. deviates. And then I'm looking into this online. It's like a common problem. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it was like really hard to fix. And it's a common problem on Premiere. And yeah, I don't know how people fix it. So, and then one guy was just like, yeah, I mean, the fix is I just use Final Cut Pro. I was like, what? I just want to try to learn this software just to throw me back to that. So I need, yeah. I need to hear from the audience that who use Premiere Pro and have used Final Cut Pro. What is the benefit of Premiere Pro? Because right now, I thought it was supposed to be like the better software, but it looks way worse and way harder to use. I bring it to Final Cut Pro, and it's much easier. But here's the here's the kicker: there's still a difference in our videos. Like your video length is either like a few seconds longer or shorter than mine. But we're on two different really? audio lengths. Yeah. So if we sync, if I line it up. Like the video will end on my end. Let's say it was like 90 minute podcast. Mm-hmm. I would say like, all right, peace out. And you're still talking for another couple of seconds because it's not lined up. So what I had to do is I had to change your speed. I think I had to make you talk like <laughs> 0.01% faster than me, like speed yeah, it up yeah. so that it kind of lines up. It actually still is not perfectly lined up, but I don't think anyone can tell. So there might be times where it seems like we're talking over each other, but it's because it's slightly out of sync. But yeah, the audio yeah. lengths are tied to our video footage, so it doesn't matter, right? 
dude, I've done uh, six seasons of GBLA. I've imported a lot of like battle footage and tried mm-hmm. to sync them up and figure out a lot of things. Like I've gotten like video footage from phones from uh, from Asia, from uh, from India, from Europe, from everywhere. Right, trying to get these battles lined up, and mm-hmm. I've only had that happen to me one time. Where like the yeah. battle sounds and the video, it, there's something about like the the encoding of the process. Uh-huh. It gets yeah. like bogged down and mm-hmm. it slows down. So like the battle started fine, mm-hmm. you know, three, two, one, go. But then by the end of it, like the other one trainer was like still performing their charge attack when the on the left side the battle was already done. Oh it's just yes, like, yes, yes. It's super it's frustrating, so right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what it, do you do? Noticed- do you speed up one video more than the other to like time, like so sync it. it- it happened a couple of times. Uh, uh-huh. One time I just, it was just so bad. I was like, screw this. I, I'm not I'm not like yeah. spending all my time doing this. But uh, one time, uh, the first time it happened, I actually looked at the charge moves and that's where it slowed down the most when there's mm-hmm. the most like motion on the screen. Right. And I had to go to each charge attack animation and speed it up like 1.12%. <laughs> right. And then it actually lined up and the charge yeah. attacks went through at the same time. But every single charge attack throughout the entire game, it took forever to do yeah. that. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's something about the encoding process. Yeah, and back, it's probably like a little over a year ago, mm-hmm. I was making YouTube videos. I realized when I was recording, so I have a mic and I have a camera. And so so I used the, the footage with the camera, obviously, and then the audio with the mm-hmm. mic because the mic is just higher quality. And same situation, the audio would, like, they wouldn't sync, right? Yeah. Like, for some reason, like one of my audio files, because the audio file tied to the video it's like mm-hmm. shorter or longer. So, and it just desyncs like over time. So what I do is like every five minutes, I like cut out audio and like resync it. And like, you know, YouTube videos can like, some some YouTube videos are over 30 minutes long, right? I'm sitting there yeah. for like over like 30 minutes trying to sync it up. And then luckily, again, Final Cut Pro coming in clutch, there's a sync audio feature and I press that and now it's just like instantaneous. So it works out. But nice. Um, yeah, it just took me way too long to figure that one out. So. We'll see. And then the other problem that I ran into was, so usually when we edit the audio, I use a audio editing software. It was Adobe Audition. Yep. I believe what it's called. And I just published it as an audio file, whatever. But now we're on, because I'm editing on a video software, I'm trying to publish just the audio and they don't have an MP3 option. They only have like MP4A or like uh, WAV and stuff like that. And so I upload it and I'm like, why is this not on Spotify? I don't know if anyone else noticed, right? And my apologies to those that were trying to find our episode on Spotify on Wednesday. It was on Spotify. It was on Apple Podcasts and other stuff. But I think most of our listeners do use Spotify for our mm-hmm. audio listeners. And so, I, so I, I'm like trying to figure it out. And apparently Spotify only accepts MP3s. So I published this thing and I had to, so I had to re-export it into no. Audition and then like convert it into MP3, then re-upload it, which is why for those listening on Spotify, my apologies if it was, if felt like it was delayed a day or so. I woke up in the middle of the night. I was yeah. like, why is it still not working? I thought it was just like delayed. But turns out yeah. you need like MP3. Girl, what are you doing? Dude, to I, do I know. Everyone everyone who's just listening isn't going isn't going to see this. But if you're watching the YouTube right now, you can see Caleb just getting like constantly uh, like badgered here for yeah. attention. Yeah. She's like constantly <laughs> crossing over. I don't think she wants to be held. But at the same time, like, go. You got you to gotta yeah. chill. She wants to be chill. like scratched, but also, you know, not too much, you know, typical yeah. cat stuff. You know? Yeah, exactly. Typical um, cat stuff. 
I was just going to say it, it's so crazy being, being a, a creative, uh, like yourself, like myself as well. There's so much that goes into like the background. A lot of people mm-hmm. say, Oh, just make a video or just watch a podcast, just record the audio. It's fine. There's so much work that goes yes. into it. it. It takes so many hours mm-hmm. to make just one piece of content. And, stuff. and there's no shortcut. You would think like no. after so many times, there's like, Oh, you'll figure out an easier way to do it. Like at a certain point, you're like, there's no shorter way. Like I can only move so fast yeah. editing this, you know? I mean, that's why a lot can, of big YouTubers, they have editors, but uh, for me, I'm not really a big YouTuber <laughs> yet. And also like, I think yeah. also this, a lot of the stuff that I do for like, at least my, my videos, like it's the editing stuff. is not the problem. Like I need to like structure everything. Right. And like, if I'm sitting there telling yeah. someone to do it, like I could probably do it in that same time period. Exactly. You can create like templates, right? And you can know like how you want things to go. And yeah, sure. Like the more you use a program, the more familiar you get with it. But there's always like, there's always that time you have to put in and it's a very solitary thing as well. It's not like you can video edit and watch like a a football game in the background. You have to listen actively, Mm -hmm. visually you have to watch. It's like Mm -hmm. really dedicated. Uh, You know, multiple senses are all dedicated to that one thing. So it's very solitary pursuit. Yes. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, if you could just listen to a podcast while you edit, like that'd be a lot easier too. But yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah not exactly. Like it's not like that. But speaking yeah. of layouts and everything too, shout out to Palmer's Up again for our awesome yes. layout. And we got a surprise for you all too for those watching. I know we're talking a lot about the YouTube version. If you're just listening to audio, no problem. You don't have to transition or yeah, nothing. Yeah. We'll still be uploading the audio. But later on in the segment, we're going to have some new, uh, you know, layouts here for some of these events that's going to make it more aesthetically pleasing for our video audience but anyway like i said no need to switch over here but if you have questions for us if you're audio listener just check out youtube video and drop a question there so we can cover it for next time i don't think we had any questions from last time but if we do i'll just cover it for next time around unless you find something right now um Uh, i don't see anything right now but yeah it's just like the youtube is like the new thing right yes 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 we appreciate everybody getting on board i think we we eclipsed uh 69 subscribers in the first week nice yeah, someone uh sent me a message saying that. Yeah. Um, uh, it was RC Cola. He was like, "Hey, like six yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Nice. Oh, he did Same. to you too. Okay, okay. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. But 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 Caleb, uh, if, we get 69, if we get <laughs> sixty nine every week, then we'll have a million in no time. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way the math adds up, like it'll be it'll be pretty quick. It'll be pretty quick. Pretty fast. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got. There's a, there's a lot to cover, I think. So yes. it's funny. So for those that are listening last week, we dropped the episode on Wednesday, but an announcement came out for an event like later after that day we recorded or the next day. Mm-hmm. We didn't end up covering it. So it was some winter holiday events. Um, but before we get into that, actually, no, let's talk about the winter holiday stuff first um, because sure. the, the regional happened technically later. So like I said, if you're listening here, you'll see... Uh, on the video thing, you'll see a neat graphic right now, but it is going to be the Winter Holiday Part 1 events. Uh, and this uh, graphic was made from the Pokemon Go app. Uh, it's been mm-hmm. live since the 15th all the way until the 23rd. I kind of think the spawns are pretty cool, but we'll see. This is just Part mm-hmm. 1, so I assume there'll be at least a Part 2. Unlikely a Part 3, but might be a Part 2. Uh, but we had the debut of Mega Glalie. Uh, which I have 100% of. So I was like, oh, all right. Easy mega right there. One more for the collection. I think it's just pure ice though. So not the most useful for typing, but we were have a bomb of snow too. So um, it's a nice one just to kind of slowly power up to your mega Mm -hmm. collection. Uh, But then we have the return of the winter carnival outfit, Pikachu. Sfeel wearing a holiday outfit. Um, 
Stantler wearing a holiday outfit, Glaceon wearing a holiday outfit. And here's the thing. No, I was just like catching random stuff and I was appraising later. I found a rank one Ultra League Walrein for the Sphere wearing the holiday outfit. You can't evolve it. <laughs> Zero can't. 50, 50, you can't evolve it. It's useless. I mean, it happened for Toxicroak for the uh, Fashion Week thing, so maybe one day, yeah, yeah. but just I'm holding on to it. I mean, imagine the timing on that because then we have the community day this past weekend and you could just evolve it during that, that time period, right? So, oh, wow. so question here, Caleb. We yeah. see the the feel wearing the holiday outfit, right? It's got yeah. like that red, green, and gold scarf. Uh-huh. Question is, if it evolved to Walrein, would yeah. it go around Walrein's neck, or would it be like a sash, like over its shoulder and its fin? Dude, I'm hoping it just gets bigger. So I'm hoping like no, it's a like a one. way thicker like scarf for <laughs> Celio, uh-huh. and then for Walrein, it's just like a winter knit like sweater, you know. Okay. Encapsulates okay. it. Yeah, it just gets bigger and bigger, you know. But based on what they did with Toxicroak for the Fashion Week outfit, it seems like they're just going to stretch it. So it might be like, because yeah. Toxicroak, like the the horn just points through the hat, which is kind of comical. Yeah. But um, it is. So it seems like they didn't even change the outfit. You just kind of it's kind of like you know those those pictures of like kids where like they have their favorite like blanket or something, and there's like a picture of them as an adult holding the same blanket, and it's like a quarter of the size, sure. right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe something <laughs> like that. Um, but we have Cobalion back in raids, which is a pretty good one for Ultra League. I've been using it. It's great. Um, and yeah, outside of that, it's nothing wild. Seven kilometer eggs. The most meaningful thing is uh, Aurora's, uh, Aurora. Uh, oh, wait, no. Amora. Amora. Sorry, sorry. I couldn't read Amora. this. Wrong. Amora. Yeah, the pre-evolution of Aurora's, which is not bad. Um, Aurora's is kind of more of a spice pick. It could be good in Go Battle League in some limited mm-hmm. formats. Hard to use in Show 6, but... Um, it's still solid, so that's a good one. Um, Bergmite can also be shiny now too. That's a that's a big one because um, mm-hmm. his Sue and Avalug, people have been yes. saying is pretty good. It has like how much more CP? Like nine hundred more it gets, combat power. It gets in to thirty nine oh nine in Master yeah. League. Yeah, it got yeah. a big stat product boost. The Hisuian version over the non Hisuian version. So yeah, yeah XL Canyon for that. Who knows? It might be interesting. Um, I've been collecting them. No shiny for me yet, but it is going to be. Bergmite Spotlight Hour today, Tuesday, mm-hmm. which by the time you hear this, too late. Hopefully you got the shiny, though. Hopefully you got the shiny, but uh, unfortunately yeah. our episodes oh. come out uh, roughly Wednesday at noon. PSC. Yeah. But, uh, I'm excited. I'm, yeah. I'm actually, to, to your point about the eggs, I'm actually hatching the eggs because I want Sneasel XL. And the reason I want Sneasel what? XL is, yeah. is because I have a, a Sneasler that I'm building for Master League Premiere. It's a hundo. A Sneasler? Yeah. Wait, do you need you need a hundo for that? Yes, for Master League Premiere coming up this season. Oh, Master League Premiere. Sorry, Master League Premiere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no worries. You got Dustin's fan. Do you have a 100% one? I do. Oh, yeah. okay. I have the hundo. It gets to oh, 3643. Yeah, Oh, I don't have a lot of Sneasel. I thought I would have a lot of Sneasel Candy XL after. Me too. You know, after I have like 51. It, <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. It's It's been in the winter events every single year. It's like a common spawn. We even get it like throughout the year sometimes, but I still yeah. need a bunch more XL. So I'm pretty yeah, shocked yeah. by that. I guess it's not like you typically want to get it weather boosted, right? Because dark type was foggy mm-hmm. weather, right? And I then so. ice type, it's snow, like snowy weather, but... I mean, it never snows here, and it probably doesn't snow where you're at either. So <laughs> for us, it's pretty uncommon. Um, exactly. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I think the spawns are fine. Oh, they do have shelter in the research encounters. Ooh. 
So that's you know what that means. Nice. I've been banking some. You've been stacking, I, huh? I'm trying to lose the next Stardust bet, man. But I don't know. It's a. Uh, it might be a while too, like you said, triple Stardust. So we'll see. But yeah, I need to bank some of those. Yeah, I think it's catch seven ice types will get you the shelter. Yeah, um, I also don't have a shiny shelter yet. That one's been shiny for a long time. Really, you don't have an so, orange shelter? No, I don't have an orange shelter. And here's the thing: I had a hundred percent shelter once. It was wild. So what I did was I. I think I banked a bunch of, or I had a bunch of research encounters that I caught uh, when I was playing one of these events. I think it was like some water event. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to someone I was dating at the time, right? Uh, she was living with me. We're on the couch. And she was telling me all this stuff about her, like, you know, best friends, like drama and everything. I was listening. You know, I was being a good boyfriend listening. But at the same time, I was also praising <laughs> my Pokemon, okay? Oh, yeah. Multitasking. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, yeah. She, she knew, right? But I was like, yeah, I'm just fine. This is kind of mindless, right? But, like, for it was wild. I think, like, there were at least five or six hundos when I was appraising. And these are just, like, like Wilmer, like, Psyduck, Shelder, like, so just random water spawns, right, from the research stuff and maybe just wild catches just from walking mm -hmm. around earlier. So every time I saw him, I was like, oh, whoa, what the frick? It was like years ago, right? It's like 20, like 18 or so, 2017. So like yeah, yeah, these, yeah. like, you know, like these, like we didn't have. It's pretty hype. Sense. Yeah, it's pretty hype. Yeah. And so I'm trying to keep it together while she's telling me this story about her, you know, her best friend and all the drama stuff that's going on and stuff. And then, of course, you know, I'm transferring. I, I started them and I transfer all of them, right? And then after our combo, I go back and double check. I was like, yeah, let me look at the 100% side. I was like, wait, why am I the shelter? And I must have forgot to start the 100% shelter. But I started all the other ones. So I transferred my 100% shelter that I found like literally like five minutes prior, 30 minutes prior. And ever since then, I'm trying to find redemption and get this shelter back. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, they're, I will they're say perilous. when I explained to her, she was sympathetic. All things considered, oh, really? even though she didn't play Pokemon Go. She's like, oh, she, you lost it? I was like, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah I was too busy well, listening to her combo. Maybe you can take some solace in the fact that uh, rank one shelter for ultra is a zero fourteen fourteen. So the hundo is great, but for PVP, for ultra league cloister, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, there's no, there's no actual utility there. Let me just double check to see if I ever got that redemption. I don't think I would have. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a shiny, and the best one I have is like ninety six percent. Yeah. So, but anyway, so. Yeah, I'm personally looking for some redemption. Maybe there'll be a hundred percent shelter somewhere there. I mean, I almost feel like if I get it. Oh, okay, uh -huh. all right, all right. Those Excellent. that are listening, twenty twenty video version. Speed Chief flexing this orange shelter, dude. The the shiny version of that is really nice too. Like yeah. the coloration is perfect, and the cloister too, right? It's like got some weird like two tone or whatever. Um, yeah. I'm just it's I'm like saying a, two tone because like uh that's what my ex said. <laughs> I was telling her <laughs> it was the same thing. She's like, yeah, that's a really cool shiny. I was like, yeah, I don't have it. I also transferred 100 percent like earlier, but um, you know, yeah. Uh, you should you should hit her with the classic phrase, man. At the end of the story, after you heard everything, all the details, just say, man, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you have to say. Oh, that's what, is that what you do? I'm gonna I'm gonna take note oh, of this yeah. on the podcast oh, yeah, now. Yeah, if yeah. you say that, right? The worst oh, yeah. is if she's asking me a question and she's like, like, you're like, yeah. So what do you think she should have done there? And I'm like, man, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she's still like, like, what? She's like, yeah, it's crazy. But what do you really think? And like, I don't know. Could have gone either way, you know? <laughs> Dude. 
seriously. <laughs> I mean, miscommunication was like a cornerstone of our relationship too. I'll tell you a little well, short story, right? This is this is unrelated to Pokemon Go, so bear with me, y'all. But I think it's a good story. When I was a kid back in the day, obviously back in the day, I was a kid. But so when I was younger, whenever I have a nightmare, this is really weird. I don't know how to describe it, but my nightmares were like a rush of emotions. It wasn't, it didn't matter what the actual nightmare, it wasn't the topic. It wasn't like, oh, someone yeah, trying yeah. to kill me or something like that. No, it was like, I've had nightmares about like chess or like in the parking lot, like random stuff. But essentially what it is, is it's very calm for a while. Uh-huh. And then suddenly it gets very like angry, right? Like someone's really angry and all of a sudden it calms down and then goes like very angry again, like back and forth. It's like very intense emotions on like polar opposite sides. Interesting. It's very hard to describe because like, that like I remember once I was literally playing chess and it's just like it was a nightmare too because of the emotions associated with it, not the actual mm. chess, right? And yeah. what would happen is every time I have these nightmares, it would usually be after a really bad day or a really good day. It's a really bad day, so it's usually like I was arguing with my mom and stuff, and we get into big mm-hmm. argument. I have nightmares. I don't have as many nightmares from those. It was really the really good days that happen. So like really, for, for like instance, a fear of things going wrong. No, no, no. Like, like I just like, had a really good day and then I go to sleep and then I have the night. But like things are too good, right? So you're so They're almost too good. Like, something I, bad has to, has to happen. I, I don't even know. I don't know what the logic behind it may be. Someone psychoanalyzed me, I guess. But I <laughs> would go to sleep and it, this will always happen on my birthday. I'd wake up and every time I had these nightmares, I wake up crying, right? So my mom always knew at a certain point, she's like, man, all right, he's about to go to sleep. It's his birthday, right? We just had a birthday, birthday party. Again. He's going to wake up crying, right? And I'd be crying and she'd come in my room and comfort me, right? And this happened when I was a kid and obviously I mm-hmm. eventually outgrew it. I eventually outgrew those nightmares, actually. I don't know why I don't have those anymore, but they were they're pretty freaky. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so this was with when I went on my first date with my ex, I was telling her about this story, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, it was, and she was like, oh, that's weird. It's like, yeah. And later that night, she she texts me. She's like, "Oh, it was like, like I had a good time today." And she's like, "Like, hope you don't have any nightmares." Um, you know. And then and I thought she was making a callback to that reference, right? Like, I was like, "Oh, you had such a good day. I hope you don't get a nightmare." And then so okay. I responded like banter wise. I was like, "I was like, nah, it was a pretty bland day, right?" Like it, with like a smiley face. Like I was like joking, right? I was like, "Yeah, like of course it was a good day, right?" I I had a good first day. Like we're down to like go on a second date. But I was just trying to banter a little bit. I was like, you know, like be playful, right? Um, and then she she just responded with a smiley face, and that was it. And then you know we're, we 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 end up dating, right? And it was like months later. She's telling me she was like, yeah, like I was like, oh, she was like, yeah, I, I told my best friend about you like after the first day or so. I was like, oh, dude, I was like, did you say good things? She's like, she said, yeah, for the most part, but I said you're you're a little bit rude sometimes or like a very too honest i was like what what did i I do and then she copy and pasted a dictionary.com definition of the word bland (laughs) and i was like no i was like what and she said yeah like i thought it was rude that you said our your first date with me was really bland like you had a bland day and i was like girl you know that like i was just joking right like i thought you were making a call back to me yeah. Like having nightmares because like, it was a really good day. And she I thought we said, were on the same page here. Yeah. For months, right? This is three or four months later. She's telling me this. And she's like, what? She's like, what do you mean? I was like, did you forget about my story? Right. And I think she forgot about the part where I would actually have a nightmare after a good day. And she would just remember the part that I had nightmares as a kid. So I was like, 
yeah, no, you we completely are on different wavelengths here. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm surprised I even got a second date after that, after she thought that. Imagine you went on a date with someone, they told you, like, nah, it was, it was like kind of a bland day, right? Like, it was a kind of bland yeah. day. It wasn't well, good. For her, for her, that second date was probably like make or break, right? Like, if he continues to be that way, this yeah. is like our last date. Yeah. But you didn't even know. You're just like, yeah, you know, let's go to the I didn't even know. Date. Me great. on my hand, I'm like, yo, I'm smooth, right? Like, I played yeah, it yeah, off. Yeah. It was a great joke to end the day, right? Like, can't yeah, wait for yeah. a second date. Yeah, you know, Dude, miscommunication there. I don't know whose fault is that. I thought that would be like an easy, like, you know, like joke to it's, get, right? When you're when you're first starting to get to know somebody, and this this mm-hmm. goes for like any kind of group setting, not even just yes. dating, but like you have to be really careful about like the jokes that you make, right? Mm-hmm. You can be around a bunch of people and maybe you like have like a mutual friend or something, and you're like, Oh yeah, you know, that person likes to drink, you know, they like to go to parties and drink. Mm-hmm. It's like you can take that as like a really fun thing. Like, Oh, this person sounds like they'd be a good time at parties or some people would be like, yeah, so-and-so said that person's an alcoholic, you know, it can be like, <laughs> it can go either way. You just don't know that person yet. So it's really hard to like pick safe jokes and like, uh, yeah, again, I think that maybe like she just didn't realize what you were getting at or she just forgot, yeah. but then, you know, you can reverse reverse psychology, you know, reverse it on her and say, Oh yeah, but you didn't even pay attention to what I said earlier. So yeah, I was already out thin ice there, so I didn't feel like bringing that up, right? <laughs> but, but yeah, that's what I was no, thinking. I thought it was an easy joke to re- reference, right? We're, we're going to talk about this later as well, but I don't know, man. You, you must have just come off like really arrogant with the way you said things, you know? Oh. You get it? You get it? I like you get it. I like it. A little segue. I like it. You know, I, I'll tell you to your face. You just sound a little <laughs> arrogant. <to say> that. <laughs> oh man we got some good team segments coming up but uh anyway so that's the winter part one event we'll find out what part two event is i mean my guess is winter part two event is going to drop like sometime after (laughs) after this recording after this recording yeah so so you might get a a week later as well but dang it can't control that um but also we have an event vivalon so let me queue up the graphic for vivalon on your screen right now but uh, mm-hmm. anyway, when I say queue up our screen, I'm just taking a note of the timestamps. So I can edit it later. Me too. We don't actually see anything. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, Vivalon. So yeah. this is a graphic from Galix, a uh, creator that uh, helps with a lot of Go Stadium graphics and does a lot of great graphics too. But Vivalon was released. You, you want to break it down for us, Speedy, on how this all happens? Dude, I, 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 I honestly heard you're was... a Vivalon expert. You're, you're like... You got like a whole uh whole zoo full of butterflies. Speaking speaking of uh of bad dreams after uh after good or bad days in life as a kid, do you ever have that dream where you showed up to class and you were like totally unprepared and there was a pop quiz or something? Dude, there's like an exam but you forgot your book. That's what this, I feel like right now. To this day, <laughs> that's how you feel right now. <laughs> that's how I feel right now in to this, this moment. Day, I still have school dreams. Like I haven't I haven't been in school since 2016 i got i've and 2016 and i've still have school dreams and nightmares and they're usually high school it's less like your thing it's even worse i think the dream i have is i wouldn't be going to class for the entire semester because i just forget i have the class i went to the first one i forgot and all of a sudden i'm like holy crap i have like 10 projects due and a final to study for all i have to do in this weekend and somehow make up all the attendance I missed. And it's usually like English or it's, something too. So like that's like a yeah. thousand papers you have to write. That's a yeah, dream I I think that might come from like the anxiety of being in college and like designing your schedule and then like remembering to go to class. 
Cause that was like, you know, the first time in our lives when we weren't like on a, on a bus or in the car yeah. with the parents going to class, yeah. you, it was up to you to wake up and do it. And a lot of kids can't pull it off. You know, like I had a lot of friends who were like, Oh man, I missed my 8am again today. Like, yeah. Oh, well, I guess I'm going to fail. <laughs> yeah. My first semester in college too, it was calculus and, and it was a freshman, mostly it was freshman in the class. And I remember like, we're, I was going through the final. I was like, man, this is kind of tough. Like, you know, like we'll see how we do. Right. It was a very final. And we had about like 10 minutes maybe five minutes left in class hmm. all of a sudden one of my classmates burst through the door and is like like panting sweat you could tell like this guy just woke up he saw a bed and he's like oh, I, I overslept like i still think the final and the professor's just like yeah, yeah yeah here you go right and so he goes and this guy's like taking the final in front of class like in the corner right with five minutes left yeah. I, I mean i guess the professor let him stay a little longer but there's another class about to come in too yeah and, yeah and for the last five minutes of class before the class is over the final time over i could hear this guy still panting for five minutes because he must have just booked it as fast as he could right yeah. i mean imagine running as fast as you could from your dorm room to class and still only have five minutes left if you walked any slower they would have been over right and it was probably his first final of college too, because I remember it was my first one. And yeah. I just remember thinking at the time, like, I'd like regardless of how I do on this final, like at least I'm in a better spot than this guy. <laughs> like, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. So I I, I yeah. was never in that situation, but uh, but yeah, no. With this whole Vivalon feature, I'm I don't know. I'm I was kind of hoping you would kick it off because I don't really uh, I've not really been into it to be honest. Okay, well, I'll see. Yeah, so passing off to try, trying to trying to cheat off of the kid next to you for this pop quiz, I am. right? I am, Let me yeah. tell you, you're cheating off the wrong guy here. You're cheating <laughs> off the wrong guy. Let me see so, your notes. Yeah, so yeah, it's going to be blank if you look at my test. <laughs> You've been waiting for me to write an answer for way too long. Um, but anyway, so from what I know, Pokemon Go did release Vivalon into the Pokemon Go. It's actually so Scatterbug, and then I think it's Spupa, and then Vivalon is the final evolution. So oh, progression yeah. there. But the Scatterbug you catch um, can be from different region, essentially. And so what you do is it's really to take advantage of the 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 pin um, the pinning a postcard mm -hmm. option. Mm -hmm. So people send you a gift, and then you could pin it. If you pin a certain amount, you get a chance of encountering a scatterbug, right? And you see this from your like I think it's like a scatterbug medal or something. You just look at your mm -hmm. like look at your medal that has like a least completion because it's no one's probably done it yet, right? I mean, yeah, zero completions. Yeah, zero completions, right? And they'll pull you to a map to the different regions, and they have a ton of one. They have like a garden region, archipelago, continental, all this stuff, right? Ocean region. And so if you get gifts from those regions, you pin it. You have a, uh, if you pin a certain amount, you'll get a scatterbug from that region. You can evolve into a Vivalon from that region. And essentially, a way to collect Vivalon from all over the world. And so mm -hmm. if you have friends, international friends, great. If not, go to Twitter, go to social media, go to Discord, try to find people to add you. Um, go to Reddit even. Yeah, but uh, so that's a great way to do it. And then you can get you know different patterns. I don't think this is really PvP relevant. So... <laughs> Not a huge thing for maybe some of the people that typically follow our content, but it is good for collectors. Uh, some people like it. Some people love pinning postcards in general too. So that's good. Yeah, you have to pin three postcards from the same region to kind of encounter it. So I made the mistake. I was like pinning one. I was like, what's happening? Like nothing's happening. We had to pin three at least uh, to get this gotcha. guy. Yeah, there's I so many different variations. There oh, is. Go ahead. No, I heard that um, you don't have any. 
you don't have any scatter Dude, i have i have exactly zero <laughs> okay well here's why you're cheating off the wrong guy in class because i also have zero <laughs> so let's go nice <laughs> I'll so, see you in class next semester. Yeah, yeah, we're both staying back for sure. <laughs> for sure. We're in the same nightmare. But yeah, so so there there's that. Um either way, so that is uh that is a nice little collection tool, I guess, if you would like to do it. But um I personally haven't done it yet. I'll get to it eventually. I mean, I don't think it's a feature going away anytime soon. I know some people are big into completing it. And I know some people are getting kind of just kind of pissed. Because they'll be on Twitter and be like, hey, I'm looking for someone from, like, Archipelago. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, from yeah, that yeah. region. And they'll pin a quote card, and they're like, no, you're not. You're, like, not from this region <laughs> you're from at Utah. all. Yeah, exactly. You're, like, you're, yeah. Sometimes it's usually, like, a little bit more neighboring. But I'm just, like, they completely got their region off. And they're just, like, I just add you for nothing, right? And I'm sending you. Because they're, like, it's a mutual exchange, right? I'm going to send you a gift from my region. You send me a gift from your mm -hmm. region. Stuff like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, people be pinning all the postcards they'd be sending too these days. It's it's funny. Like there, there's a phrase uh, or like a, a term. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry about the camera, by the way. If you're watching the YouTube version, my dog just sat on the leg of the camera. So ah, like, gotcha. gotcha. Wiggle, then I then I had to move her. Yeah. Um, you're not going to pick her up and show in front of the camera. No, she's she's a little, a little heavier uh, than, uh, than the cats. Um, but some people are like what I call completionists, right? Like if they mm -hmm. see something open, like a research task or something that's not finished or a metal that's not done, they like it's like an almost an OCD border, borderline thing where they need to work on it. They need to complete yep. it and get it to maximum level. And uh, some people are like some PVPers appear to be hardcore completionists because they are working hard on those yes. metals. People I didn't expect. And I see it on Twitter, like you said. Yeah, some people definitely are like that, and it's uh, it is what it is, you know. Some people like it, some people are not as completionist. I myself am not. I don't have like I'm the kind of person that evolve Pokemon when I need to use them, right? Yeah. So I don't think mm -hmm. like there's a lot of starters I don't have evolved yet because I'm like I don't need it yet, right? So yeah. um, there's a bunch of I'm trying to think. It was like the water one that has like charm. Uh, oh um. Like, I know what you're talking about. How I... It's a uh, Poplio's evolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are we blanking yeah. on this? It's a good thing we're not commentating. Primarina. Primarina. Yeah, I don't have a Primarina yet because I haven't used it. I mean, it's pretty good in Master League. That's about it at the moment. I mean, maybe in Ultra League, but not really. And I'm not really a big charm user, so I, I haven't evolved it yet. But I'll evolve it on Community Day probably. Yeah. So. Dude, speaking speaking of completing things, just one more side tangent here. Uh, speaking of completing things, I I really like New Year's. It's probably my second favorite holiday uh, behind Christmas, really? and I really feel like yeah, I feel like it's a good time for like renewal, refreshing, like mm -hmm. reorienting yourself towards your goals and like taking a, a breath, right? Taking a, a, a quick moment to reevaluate the year. And uh, part of that is like clearing out all my stuff in my bag, like doing all the trades I need to do, clearing out my inventory, getting the research done. I have like a bunch of research tasks that aren't finished yet. Dude. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I know research, I've seen right? your thing. You, you're banking everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I, I have a lot of it, but a lot of it's Stardust at this point. And I'm like so hesitant to claim those Stardust ones because I want to like stack a star piece on top of it. You know, drink you just the stack a star piece sometime before the, before the next community day we do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I, think, I, I do. do you, that's what I do. When I hash like 12 kilometer eggs forever, I'm going to drop yeah, my yeah. star piece. I'll collect like my GBL reward stuff from that. Yes. Smart. I like you saving at, like a thousand research. This is why Speedy beat me in these starters challenges. Is I, I caught on. It I helps. On. I caught yeah, on. It helps. I also got to stop going to Santa Monica. I mean, it's fine, but like the routes is not as like efficient as I would like. Like there's a lot of dead mm -hmm. zones where there aren't that many spawns. 
Yeah, definitely. But anyway, if you ever come, if you ever come to Mississippi, I'll show you the route I've been using. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) right? Like what? Can't wait. Can't wait. (laughs) Can't wait. Yeah. M I S S I S S P P I. That's it, right? I used to, that's I've, what I used to do when I was a kid to memorize Mississippi because we had to spell out the states for some quizzes. Mississippi was always dude, the, Mississippi and Connecticut still, actually, and I was from Connecticut, so I'd be like, "Oh connect, yeah, Connecticut's a hard one." Connect and then I cut. It's like the, I cut. Yeah, connect. Yeah, I yeah, cut yeah. is the way to spell. I still it. say I still say like Wednesday sometimes. Really? Wednesday for Wednesday? Yeah. Why do you still say you still say it? What do you mean you still say it? Like you Wednesday. it slips out. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, like I sounded like it almost sounds like if you just oh, say it, spell it almost it. sounds like W E N S D A Y Wednesday. Think about it. When? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, yeah the but D it's Wednesday. The D's, yeah. the D and the N are kind of reversed, right? Hmm. You know what I mean? But I don't so know. You I don't still know. Just, say Wednesday, or you say it to spell it? No, sometimes when I'm like writing it and I like triple check myself, I'm like, wait, Wednesday. Okay, good. Oh, okay. It's rare. Uh, it's not like I every can't. time. Come on. I, I mean, I'm not going to blame you. One that I mess up a lot is the word guard. Like, I guard. always get the U and A, like, order mixed up a lot. Okay. I still okay. get it mixed up. I'm still not sure. It's U before A, right? U before A, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Most people put A before U a lot. Is it U before A? Yeah. Oh, I yeah, promise. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. Beautiful used to be a one I always I used to mess up, too. Because it's like three yeah. vowels in a row. I'd be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, is it the A? Is it the U? Is it the E? But, oh, yeah. English yeah. is tough, man. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Primary language is me too. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, anyway. I was going to go somewhere with that, but I forgot. But yeah, Pavilion. Uh, yeah. Is I it Pavilion or Vivalon? Vivalon, yep. That's what I said. Is it Vivalon? Pavilion? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. People were saying mm-hmm. different things. I wasn't really sure, too. When I was commentating with Gabby this past weekend, we had a promoter for part of the segment, and I wasn't really sure if it's Vivillon Vivillion because I think she was also saying something different. So there's only two I's, so it's not Vivillion because yeah. Vivillion would, would indicate I-O-N. Yeah, so it's Vivillon, right? Vivillon. It's, Vivillon. it's as phonetically as it sounds. It's yes. not something the first like Garothorn or something like that. I know, I know. The first the first vowel is the high point, right? Vivillon instead of Vivillon. Or the first vowel yeah yeah or pavilion yeah anyway so speaking of this was transition here i was uh in texas in the south yep yeah arlington texas pretty close to dallas texas for Uh the pokemon go regionals did you catch this dude i did i I actually watched uh almost i think i watched probably like 90 to 95 percent of the streams okay They, they were great nice nice so Overall, um, it was a good time. Which there were some tough competitors too. There were, it was a stacked field. And so unfortunate, and this is kind of something that us as commentators don't really have control over, is how the brackets run through. And yes. my personal opinion, I think you might agree with me on this one, is that LEIC, Latin America International Championships, and Toronto Regionals, we switched it up. We used to do, when these big tournaments, we used to do, we'll have an A bracket and B bracket start like 8 in the morning or 9 in the morning or something like that. And then we'll have a C and D bracket, the later two brackets start at like 2 p.m. or 1 p.m. Like in that afternoon. And so we would go through the bracket. So you're going to get to the winner's finals and loser's finals of bracket A and B halfway through the day. And then you go back to like the early battles of C and D. Yep. And 
it's I feel like it's kind of confusing from a spectator point of view because mm-hmm. you're you're like watching these battles hype up and all of a sudden you're back to like some earlier matches like wait what and yeah. you know and and the the worst part in my opinion is you don't always end up covering the winners and losers finals of the C and D bracket because of the time because we can only stream for so long. I mean the the production crew is only staffed for so so certain amount of time and we only have the venue for a certain amount of time. So we can't just stream until like you know, until we're done. Yeah. Right. I, I think Eight, the only time we did that was EUIC, the first one we did, Europe International yeah. Championships. I look back exactly. on that VOD, I think it's like over eleven hours. Like we were literally it's live really? for yeah, I think so. Let me just double check it. I think we're literally live for over eleven hours, which is How did we absolutely for that long? wild. Yeah, yeah, me and you were together, yeah, for that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Let me see if I can find that. Um oh my goodness. but uh yeah, yeah, it's uh it was very, very long. Yeah. The okay, no, I was I was mistaken. But it was a total of ten hours long. Now I'm not rounding up ten hours and twenty one seconds long for the first day, which is just wild to me, right? How long that was. Yeah. Um our, as a comparison. Uh, for last chance qualifier in London, where mm-hmm. there was like some Wi-Fi issues and stuff, and me and Butters yeah. had to talk for like an, like almost like an hour plus just <laughs> about nothing, just to like stall, right? I mean, it's you know, it's it's like Wi-Fi issues is like really no one's fault. It's just unfortunate. It, it wasn't just the Wi-Fi; it was also Challenge, like a website yeah, that yeah, yeah. TPC is not even responsible for. Also, yeah, was having issues, so it's like yeah, one thing after another. A host of issues. Even that stream, which also went on so long, we couldn't cover the rest of it, was only nine hours and thirty three minutes. So us at EUIC day one, we power through. <laughs> like it was, but like, I think there's so much adrenaline running that we're like, oh, you know, whatever. But that probably explains why I was like also falling asleep at dinner, like every night as well. Too. <laughs> yeah. Plus the time change. The time change too, the time change. Yeah, but that was, that was all yeah. over the place. I mean, it was a fun time to kick it off for the first time, but yeah, but I think um, typically speaking, we can just can't go off for that long. So yep. the downside for those C and D in the afternoons is you actually end up not seeing some of the winners' finals, and a lot of times, mm-hmm. definitely a lot of the loser finals. And w- for LAIC in Toronto, um, and I think um, King was one of the ones that promote like push for this. So shout out to King. But I think some other mm-hmm. people were also in favor of this. We went through A, B, C, and D at the same time. Everyone started at in the morning. And then everyone wraps up in the afternoon. And so obviously, if you get knocked out earlier, you just end your day a little earlier. You don't have to wait till 2, mm-hmm. 2 p.m. to like start and then get knocked out at like 3 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. You just watch or go home early or whatever. And but the best part about this is if you watch the if you watch the LAIC and the Toronto streams, the end of day one was super hype. You have four winners finals back to back to back to back. Yes. And then you have four losers finals back to back to back to back you literally have your top eight for top cut day number two all lined up and you pretty much know who's going to make it day two right then and there it's super hype right you see all the hype action right you see the winners finals double elimination right so the person that loses you're going to see them again literally like you know 15 to 20 30 minutes later facing off to like have a second chance right for the tournament Um, life yeah exactly for the tournament life yeah Sorry, my cat just sneezed next to me. I don't know if you hear. She's been sneezing really loudly. Okay. It sounds like a human these days. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but uh, and, uh, and 
And for a lot of people that don't, maybe, I'll just like say this real quick. A lot of people that aren't familiar with the, the tournament format, like if you've ever done like Sylph or a lot of other player versus player, it's it's Swiss, yes. which means that everybody launches at the same time and the broadcast just picks like the best pairs mm -hmm. and tells them to wait so they can be on stream. You want to grab like two or three pairs per round and then like yep. advance through the, through the tournament. Exactly. But with the double elimination, it's broken into pods. Mm -hmm. So essentially you have like a pod A, pod B, like you were saying earlier, Caleb, pod mm -hmm. C and pod D. And for some of those players that like come in and, at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. or whatever and then they have to wait until 2 p.m. with no food yeah. no water nothing to do for all those hours they have to wait right. so long to even start battling yeah so like the skill level the skill level is interesting because uh to your point you start off with like you know random teams maybe there's like an aurora and a lowland raichu mm -hmm. right in in the bottom of the bracket and then you finish out pods a and b and you've got like dune bug arrow um bibblicious like you know rounding out that that group and then you go mm -hmm. back after that, you go back to like the spicier picks, like a Suicune or an Entei or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like all this stuff kind of gets sorted out when we run the brackets concurrently. And like right. the players have to wait a little bit longer. Like everyone has to wait a little bit longer together, but at least it's not like a whole second and third pod or third and fourth pod, excuse me, are like suffering throughout the day. And then mm -hmm. they have to like play until 730 at night, which is what happened here as well. Yeah, yeah. You have to play later. Yeah, so because the players still have to stay around. So they have to stay later. Uh, the yeah. staff kind of has to stay later, like they're judging staff, right? Not the broadcast staff. Because um, I know mm -hmm. at London for LEI, uh, for the last chance qualifier, we were we were like eating dinner and they're still going, right? Like we're like, like the venue was like closed now. It's like getting dark and they're still battling, right? So yeah. it's it makes it a long day. But anyway, all that's to say is, unfortunately for this time around in Arlington, they went back to the AB bracket and then CD in the afternoon, mm -hmm. which... It is unfortunate because you saw there were a lot of people on day one, especially in CD bracket were stacked too. We didn't see a lot of those yeah. battles. Um, yeah. I think uh, I don't think we saw a single rise rise to occasion battle. Um, he faced off against Major Bowman and uh, on day one at least and lost to Major Bowman and they met up in the losers finals and he ended up beating him right. So like, but like that was intense set back and forth right. We had Wadaj versus Jangles the second time around. That was not streamed. We had Axon. All of Axon's battles were not streamed. Yeah. Like we didn't even see Axon on stream until day two. Like, and it's also, I feel like, a competitive disadvantage for the people that did stream that were on stream day one because, like, depending on the Pokemon, you can't even see the moveset that someone like Axon Rise has on their Pokemon, right? Yes. A lot of times, the movesets are pretty predictable. But let's say Azumarill might be one, right? Are they running Hydro Pump or are they running Play Rough Ice Beam? Um, you know, yeah. are they, I mean, if you have something wild, like a Mew, you have no idea what's coming. Right. And so no it clue. really could, it really could vary. Uh, Metacham's a big one, right? What moveset, uh, like is a power punch, is a, you know, ice punch, you know, whatever mm -hmm. dynamic punch. Psycho so, cut. Psycho cut. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> let me tell you, psycho cut. I, I thought psycho cut could have some utility against some matchups. Psycho cut's so, so much worse than counter that I think you have a worse matchup against a zoom roll with psycho cut when you're doing neutral psycho Yikes. cut over. Yes, over resisted, resisted counters. counters. Yeah, it's just not as good of a move. I mean, it's not a terrible move, but counters just so good. Yeah. Anyway, so that's the slightly disappointing part about that regional. But overall, it was a good time. It was stacked, huge, a lot of strong, uh, big names uh, and competitors there. And uh, you know, I, I think we made predictions as well. Who did you predict would win it all? Did you predict anyone? I didn't. I didn't make a prediction this okay. time. I said with Dodge. Uh, or Kai's would make it pretty far. Um, okay. But uh, out of the people I knew that were going. Um, but neither of them made it to day two, unfortunately. Kai's made it to the winner's finals against Arrow and then lost there and then lost in the loser's finals 
unfortunately he lost his team sheet so he was penalized one point which is kind of hilarious though when he saw on stream because he waited so long he waited so long there were like a bunch of disputes he was waiting forever and he just also had like a huge team comp disadvantage against bopper there and then mm-hmm. um and then arrow i said arrow wasn't gonna that great he made it to, he made the top eight though so I he did say that yeah he he beat he, he th- conquered more than just a legendary beast I will say that with Dunsparce. <laughs> with Dunsparce, yes, with Dunsparce for sure. Yeah, yeah. He, apparently, I thought he plagiarized um, inadequate strategy for that. <laughs> Went to EJB strategy, he plagiarized. So still plagiarized oh. someone there. Yeah, and he did showcase that on stream, which was kind of hype. And uh, and then with Dodge, unfortunately, was also knocked out too in like the loser semifinals, I think. So, uh, mm-hmm. but we saw a stacked top eight. Um, I'm thinking off the top of my head, I think it was Doombug. Rise Occasion, yep. Axon, Bopper, Arrow, um, Chemcoochis, Bibblicious. Yeah, I'm missing BDR 2002 as well. Oh, BDR, yeah. That was kind of unknown, but I actually really liked mm-hmm. his gameplay as well, too. Um, he mm-hmm. ran to some tough uh, team compositions into Rise. So he's running Double Ice. He ran the Shadow Bombs, though. Dude, Dude. The, the whole time I was thinking... Yo, Speed was talking about Shadow Bombstone at Salt Lake City forever. We had three Shadow Bombstones make it into three. the top eight. There were a bunch Thank of Shadow Bombstones in the day one as well. Yeah. Uh, Major Bowman, Bopper, and Chemcoop all had the same exact team, apparently. And two out of three of them mm-hmm. made it. And Major Bowman lost in the loosest finals against Rise. So almost had another Shadow Bombstone. And then on top of that, BDR just brought a Shadow Bombstone too, who I don't think team built with them, right? So it was kind of wild. Um, you're sick. I mean, you got you got Azumarill, you got Altaria, you got Swampert. You Lantern. have so many targets. Lantern yeah. as well Noctowl, for a stage. Yeah. yeah. So Noctowl's a little bit dicey, right? Because you don't want to take a Sky Attack. You need two Weather Balls, but like yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Playable. You still want to. Be, you would rather be the Bombastone in that situation, right? So, oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but it. Uh, yeah, I think we saw Bombastone take out Registeel at one point too, and BDR almost took out Registeel. That's pretty close, but. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like maybe I missed someone. I don't know. Anyway, no, my apologies if I missed someone in the top eight. Uh, but there were some really good battles overall. And Doombug was able to take it uh, in the end. Who played really well, I think. I mean, he got knocked down to the loser's finals from BBlicious. Who, BBlicious was on fire. And like I knew BBlicious' name was pretty familiar. And what I realized is BBlicious is the back-to-back Continentals champion for uh, EU. So for Europe, for Sylph, that is not easy to do, right? So imagine winning Continentals back-to-back years, right? So he definitely knows his stuff. Um, He's from Sweden, and he was in Texas because his wife is from Texas. So he was here. He's here Mm -hmm. for the holidays. So he was um, like, mm -hmm. might as well try out regionals while I'm at it. I think it's his first ever regionals as well for play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, dude, speaking to Dunebug, right? He lost to Bibalicious uh, one to three, right? So yeah. he took one game off of him. Yeah. And the one game the he won, he bracket. double boosted on the Obstagoon. And even then, he almost still lost it. So I'm it, like, it didn't even, yeah. Bibalicious on fire. I'm like, if you beat Dunebug yeah. that badly, like, this guy knows his stuff, right? Right. And Doombug fell to him. Then he he faced Rise, which is a rematch of Milwaukee, right? Yeah, but even more importantly, of the Grand Finals Milwaukee last season, even more importantly, though, he went down zero to two and reverse swept Rise. Yes. Right. Yep. Which is an insane feat. Rise is one of the best uh-huh. in the world. Right. And yep. then he he faced Bibalicious again in a mm-hmm. rematch in the Grand Finals and three owed him to reset the bracket. <laughs> yes. And then, and then he went three one to win it. Yeah, 
I think only dropping game two, I think. Uh, He dropped game one, the first game. Yeah, he dropped the the first first game. game. I think Babylicious had some momentum, like, you know, cut off, like, Doombug's momentum. Um, But then game two, Babylicious accidentally swapped in his knockdout into Doombug's Frost that was locked in instead of his slander. He just miswapped. And I think according to Babylicious on Twitter, like, he was just, like, mentally checked out after that because it was just, like, you know, it threw him off a lot. And, you know, we've all done that. You can't do that. You yeah. can't do that against Doombug. <laughs> you can't do that or, against anyone, or, but especially against Doombug. Or Caleb yeah. or Arrow. You can't yeah, yeah. do that. You're yeah. Lose. I mean, I totally get it, though, because if you swap late into that process with your Lantern, that process can potentially flip it, right? So it's not a comfortable yes. matchup. Lantern typically does win that, but Frostess is pretty scary with energy. So uh, Frostess definitely being Doombug's MVP, but also running that obscure Registeel core, which he ran in Milwaukee and uh, Rise as well, too. Um, but yeah, so very impressive battles. I mean, from from everyone across the board, but um, especially Bibilicious and uh, Doombug, and honestly, Rise as well. I think Rise was Rise was pretty much undefeated in day two, leading up yeah. to that losers finals. He was two and zero going into it. He like didn't lose a single battle, and then you know, dude, dude started picking up steam too. So um, it was good. I mean, Doombug. I mean, you got to think about his his uh, legacy here for season two of. The championship series from play pokemon he the only other regional i know for sure he attended was baltimore he didn't attend any other ones right i don't think so I think so and in baltimore he went all the way to the losers finals as well um mm-hmm. and he ended up losing to elam after being up to and he got reverse swept by elam right so yep. he was telling me he's like, yeah, it's like it's good to be on the other side of things, <laughs> especially because you know because he didn't want you know he didn't want to lose them winners finals again. But that's pretty impressive to make it all the way to the losers finals and get third place in Baltimore and then get all and then just win first place here, right? Like it's Dude. consistency is very very important here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like good good players are going to have that consistency no matter what. And this was. Mm-hmm. This tournament was stacked. Um, I was going to say, how does this compare to like the other regionals that we've done? How'd you feel about this one? I mean, I think the skill level was pretty up there. It was weird. So day two, a bunch, almost every single battle up to the winner's finals between Dune and Bibelicious. So every every battle that was out of best out of three, right? Up to three. Best out of fives are different. Every battle up to best out three was a 2-0, except for one, which was Bopper versus Axon, I think. Yeah. Mm. So, But every other battle was just straight up 2-0s, which is really weird because they're all very talented battlers, but I think they were just short. They just made quick work of their opponents, I guess, or had the alignment yeah. or whatever. So if, if yeah. it was like the skill level is super high, but the results made it seem like it, weren't, it wasn't that close. Um, and sometimes some of those two O's weren't very close, but some sometimes people just have bad team comps. I think Arrow got two O'd by Bibelicious because Arrow didn't really have an answer to Lantern. Um, mm-hmm. His best answer was... Yeah, he didn't really have one because I don't think Dunsparce. he had a Glenn Stumpfist. Yeah, Dunsparce was his best answer. Which is like, his so he was, also... he was pigeonholed to using Dunsparce every time. Yeah. yeah. His team was weak to G-Fisk as well. He had like all yes. Noctowl, Reggie, and... Frost Eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like four yeah. Pokemon that lose to Stunfisk. Bibelicious had G Fist as well, I think. So G Fist and the Lantern. So it was it was a tough time. Yeah, Bibelicious is very good. So um but yeah, so sometimes they were pretty one sided because of team composition. But the teams were all over the place too, which was nice. I expected way more Umbreon and way Me more too. like Obscune. Not really. There were some Obscune for sure. I mean we had two that made it into the top three, but there was a ton of Altaria. 
mm-hmm. which is just weird because you're thinking like wing attack got buffed. So you're going to think there's going to be even more knocked out. But instead, there was actually a bunch of alternate and a lot of double flyer team too. And yes. let me just say this. You know what loves a good Altaria, right? Um, Probo Pass. <laughs> yeah, Pro, Pro Pass is... Yeah, I mean, if you're running Rock Throw, there's there's some there's some chance here. <laughs> All right, I, I won't share this with people listening, but I'm just going to send Speediest Chief a screenshot of the team I'm planning on bringing to San Diego. Oh. I just want to hear your reaction without saying, giving away the team, right? I trust I trust your discretion, discretion here. Okay. I just DM'd oh, you on Discord. Tell me what No shot. What? Dude. Pretty good, right? Think about it. No. It's, it's, it's different, right? There's like, so I much might just I go 0 2, but I, I really want to make it out the stream just so I could do something cool with this, right? Because everyone's going to be like, what the heck is that? Right? Dude. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know that I love it, but honestly, if, if people. I think back to um, I won't I won't give anything away, but I think back yeah. to Toshi. Uh, I forget which Sylph Cup it was. I think it was season season one. Uh-huh. Maybe it was maybe it was season two, where essentially like he brought like five water types in one grass mm-hmm. or one fire, and he kept on anticipating like his opponent would lead grass in him, so he just led his fire every single yeah. game, and he caught the lead every single game. <laughs> that's, that's what this makes me think of, right? <laughs> when wow. he had that sheer weakness. Yeah. There's some, there's some, there's some weaknesses here for sure, but yeah. it'd be pretty hyped though to see, right? It'd be I pretty mean, fun. Think about it. Fun. Think about things that, uh, things are in the meta, you know, it's, uh, well, let's just say this way. You, you ain't going to bring frost ass into this team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Frost uh, staying on the bench. Yeah. That, um, that first Pokemon, I don't think he realizes, but that also beats frost ass if you have shields. Does it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Pretty consistent. I yeah, know even shields. Yeah. Interesting. I guess the pacing is similar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people listening or are, are like, watching are like, like super frustrated. Like, what yeah. could it be? No, 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 no. Yeah. There's there's one you? Pokemon here. It's it's not Bastion, right? There's one Pokemon no. here that I think people are not going to expect. Throw no. your prediction down below in the YouTube comments. I won't confirm or deny, but I am curious what people think it is. We've seen it in one other regional, and it was last season. Oh, yeah? I, I remember, I remember we saw, saw one. it one time. Yeah. Well, it didn't do I that well, I think. Regional. Yeah. No, it didn't. <laughs> um, Which, but, looking but back on it, it might be tough to use, but I, I kind of want to try it. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I think I remember. I think here, I'll just tell you. I I, I remember seeing it in um London as well. I saw really? it in London. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I just saw your comment. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. They probably did not beat that or win that one. It makes sense. No, they did not. But I mean, think about things that are popping in the meta these days, man. It could be uh yeah, it could yeah. be good. It walls off certain things, you know. So the walls I'll type this out. <laughs> we're really talking in mystery. We're here. really we're really milking this. I'm Hopefully sorry. Hopefully walls out. Oh yes, 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 yes. That that's a typing. Yeah, I don't want to give any uh, away any more hints, but like we were surprised that a certain Pokemon was dominating the skies in uh in arlington and uh-huh. ha- that typing is just really really strong against mm-hmm. a lot of uh a lot of others yeah anyway i mean people can do what they want right we'll we'll see how it goes san diego is going to be <laughs> stacked too so i know rise yes. is going there um the dodge will be there a bunch of people i'll be there <laughs> no, i'm just kidding but <laughs> i'll be there yeah. there it is yeah 
but anyway, big congrats to Doombug and Arlington. That was that was pretty huge. Yes. Um, I will say some some juicy stuff happened, you know, during the tournament. But we will cover that in the T segment. We'll cover that T yeah. segment because there's That's some tea to cover. There's some tea to cover. Um, outside of that, let's cue another graphic here. We got let's ourselves the uh new commute day for January. And yes. it is going to be Chespin. How you feeling about this one? I think it'll be I think it'll be good, right? It feels like an upgrade for Chespin. Mm-hmm. I think it's a tough time in the meta. And actually uh, one of my one of my friends from the stream chat was talking in my Discord about it. This feels very similar to Jump Luff getting acrobatics at the same time that Walrein was really rising up because mm-hmm. we have a grass fighting type Pokemon getting an upgrade when wing attack just got buffed. It feels yep. like there's not a whole lot of room for this Pokemon to succeed, you know? And yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I, I think a lot of people are saying that it's kind of like a cheaper Verizion version, uh, cheaper okay. Verizion uh, option for Master League. But mm. at most, I think it'll probably be used for factions. I don't think it'll be super huge for anything else besides that. Um, but yeah, so that's that's going to be... Uh, going to be on January 7th, which is a Saturday, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time. And here's the thing. It's during a regionals yet again. <laughs> it is during yet the San Diego regionals, and it's on day one, too, which is a longer day. If it's on day two, like, you usually have time to go out and still play, right? It's on day one, so we'll all be kind of just stuck in the venue for those going, unless unless you just get knocked out really early and want to just head out. So, yeah. I think the solace I have here is, you know what? If I go to San Diego, San Diego, I do poorly. I do O2. I'll just sit in the venue and catch Chespin all day, right? That'll be, I'll, yeah, just, I'll just grief and catch some Chespin. Um, but if I make it further, then whatever. I guess I'll keep playing and not have a Chespin. So um, mm-hmm. good thing to have stuff to evolve. Luckily, the bonus is not super amazing. Um, it's one half hash distance, which is fine. Um, yeah. But it's not like triple Stardust because that would have been brutal. Um, Dude, that would suck. But yeah. But shiny chest pin also looks like a burnt like grass, over, <laughs> you know, like burnt leaves. Yeah, but, it's uh, it's a roasted chestnut. Come on, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, I like that. I like that. Uh, roasted chestnuts. <laughs> there it is. That's very punny. Yeah, you know, I hate puns, but it'd be like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, it do be like that. No, it actually yeah. is like a pretty cool looking shiny. It's definitely distinctive. It's not like um, uh, what was that? There's one shiny that's like so. Uh, there's more than one, but there are a few shinies that are like the regular form is green, and then the shinies like a two percent darker green. Yeah, like, come on. Or minun, uh, or yes. plusle. Which one of them? No, uh, I think it's minun. Minun's red blue. Plusle's red. Okay, oh, it's plusle. Yeah, that's one. Plusle. Like, yeah, it's, it goes from like from like red to like slightly maroon yeah. almost. Glaceon. Like, Glaceon's another one. I think Defye got a shiny Glaceon at Arlington. If I'm not oh, mistaken, nice. and she was yeah. like, like our co-caster Defy, and she was like, "Wait, I didn't even realize it was shiny until I saw like the the icon, right? Because like it's it's like yeah. you can barely tell the difference." Exactly. But yeah, so there's that. Um, either way, I mean, Frenzy Plant is definitely going to be an upgrade, so it's still nice to have. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's going to be super meta breaking, but mm-hmm. it's nice to finally get the starters back in rotation because there's some good ones coming up, like um, yeah. Prime Arena, Prime Arena. Prime Arena? I don't know. One of the one of two. Pre Pre Marina. Pre Marina. Uh, but anyway, shout out to Galix again for the graphic. Yes. Appreciate it. It always looks good. 
Um, outside of that, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. It is going to be, but I, I know most people won't be at the San Diego Regional, so you'll be able to just play and have fun during that time. All right. That being said, we got ourselves. Uh, we're still in GBL season thirteen. That's um, true. You have a bet idea. We'll talk more about the previous bet, but you have a bet idea. Still none. Still nothing yet. Okay. Hmm. All right. Nothing. No. I think the highest leaderboard placement is not a bad idea. No. Yeah, it's pretty fun because it's like a competition between us. You it's know. ongoing. Yeah. It's ongoing. Less pressure. Are, are really you, oh, let me ask you this. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Are you feeling like like playing like try hard this season? Is that the mood you're in? Um, are you one of the? Like, I mean, I'm trying hard. I'm just not doing well, I guess. But I'm <laughs> trying hard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I do okay, I guess. But mm-hmm. I I don't play all my sets. I will say that I played a total of yeah, two same. two days worth of Ultra League. So, yeah. but I mean, you know, partially so travels and stuff too. But yeah, I mean, are you are you telling me I, you're not up for the challenge, Speediest Chief? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like as a content creator, I always wonder because you you've been able to like play like weird off kilter stuff and still climb, but yeah. at the same time, like people like myself and Two O Butters, we might play like really wacky stuff and like not really try too hard. Just oh, you're throwing Two O Butters in the under the bus too, huh? Two. I like how you've like I mean, is it, Two O Butters it false. <laughs> Look, I mean, I roast butters all the time, so it's, it's I, I don't mind it, but I don't I don't know if he'd appreciate your tone there, but <laughs> he's running yeah. some uh Quagsire, Shadow Dragonite, and it's like Umbreon or something. Dragon Sire. Dragon Sire. He kept saying that. It's like Dragon Sire. What about <laughs> Amphros? What have you talking about Amphros? Yo, <laughs> I said it too. Arlington Regionals, no one winning it with a um no one's winning it with Amphros. And that's exactly what happened. So, hmm. but yeah, you did. So, so when, when is that bet up? That, that bet is up on March 1st, March 1st, March 1st. Mm. I transfer my Bastion if, uh, if someone wins regionals or international. I so watched far, I uh, four. We haven't seen one in the top eight. That's true. Or I haven't seen one at all registered. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen what I yeah. I think so. a lot of people keep tagging me on Twitter. Be like, I'm just, I'm getting ready for it. I'm, gonna, I'm like, all right, let's see it. Like, I, I'm like, you can tag me all you want. Like, it hasn't happened yet, you know? I saw four of the battles sweep uh, a whole team with Thunder Punch, Brutal Swing, Ampharos. In GPL, uh, I think it's, it's possible. I GBL. lost I lost sure. to one last night against Asian Milkman running Ampharos. So he technically led it yes. into my Pidgeot, so I couldn't really do much because I was hard counting. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. It was, a, it was, a, it was my Pidgeot into Shadow Ampharos, my Cobalion into his Trevenant, and then my Registeel into his Scrafty. What are you supposed to do there? I actually almost went one switch, but I went for the bait and he didn't uh, shield. Like if he just lost switch there, I think he just. Uh, I don't even think he loses. He had, up a shield, Amphros could have some play into Registeel. So, um, oh, so I definitely. kind of misplayed there, but I think uh, it was a tough matchup for me either way. But I mean, you know, mm-hmm. like people can tag me all they want. I don't care what you do with Amphros and GBL. Like, sure, you could do it. Like, you could beat it. You could beat Rocket Grunts with it. You could use it in raids. But unless you're winning a regional or international with it in the next <laughs> few months, I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's like people that tag me whenever they beat a Bastion. Who cares? Did you beat my Bastion? <laughs> Even if you do, okay, it happens, right? 
I I ain't fussed about it, right? And a lot of times they're tagging me like, oh, I beat a Bastion Y Swamper. I'm like, so what? Like, if you beat it with the Altaria, that's a different story, right? Like, you yeah, want me yeah, tagging yeah. everyone whenever they use it, whenever I beat a G Fist, like, oh, I just beat a G Fist. Like, what you going to yeah, do? Yeah, right? start doing that. Start doing that. <laughs> I don't really mind it, but I just think it's funny that people would go for it. It I'm is. Like, I'm like, I don't it's care. It's like ironic. Yeah, you can beat all the Bastion you want. Did you beat my Bastion? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I care more if that's the case. Dude, as they say in Twitch chats, man, driver, not car. That's true. That's true. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait till you see what I'm driving, though, in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, I got I to gotta see this car pull up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're going to be like, who's that? Um, okay, well, I guess you're still, I don't know, what, what you, we're still deciding on the bet. We well, can't wait too long now. You know, We'll have something decided by the new year, for sure. Okay, by New Year, I like that. All right, yeah, we'll have yeah, because yeah, we'll still have three months to go. Um, wait, no, two months. We have, we have two. We'll have two months by two, New Year. Yeah, yeah. January, February. Exit end time. Um, March we have one more recording as well. I I think we should do like some kind of holiday themed style episode, but we can talk about this like after. I'm ready. You know, I'm ready. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, so by the next time we record, it will be after. It'll Christmas. be after Christmas, but we can still do a yeah. holiday thing and not everyone selfish Christmas. Right? Oh, yeah. We do a holiday yeah. thing. I'd be down for it. Maybe I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll pull up my cat holiday thing. Maybe I'll buy some, you know, stuff. I'll deck, we'll, we'll, we'll decorate the stuff. Yeah. It'll Let's be good. It. It'll be good. We could, we could come up with some ideas for that. Um, but yeah, we should. Speaking of the holiday thing, too, well, there's two things. One, I still see a beard. What's going on? Here? I, I did know, a whole, I know. There it I is. Did a whole beard we, tiered list last week too. And I actually have a question because it. I don't think we 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 really got an answer. We just talked about it, right? On the tier sure. list. You don't you don't like the soul patch thing? You like you're like one of the few people I know so, that just shaves it like consistently. Does it like not yeah, grow it, or something? Or so what? I'll show I show visually here for everybody watching on YouTube. Yeah. But like right under the lip, it grows, uh-huh. but only like a like a quarter sized area, like oh. here, right? So I, I would have like this big like U shaped gap. But that's right that's there. how it is, right? That's the that's the whole soul patch thing, right? You I want don't to know. It's you it's kind of yeah. It. I would like I would like for it to be full, but it just doesn't yeah. grow here. Yeah. But but otherwise, it's like a soul patch that like kind of goes down. Yeah, I don't it's know. Not the thing. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I, to I, be fair, I don't know what it looks like. So maybe it yeah. looks. Have you tried it? I have tried it, and I like. I grew yeah, it out for a little it. while, and it, it's just like longer than everything else. It looks yeah. kind of funny. I feel like, like you look like a villain more. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's more like uh, yeah. Maybe that should I, be the I should, Maybe that should be. I should be like sipping whole patch. <laughs> <laughs> it looks more like I should be like sipping wine and like petting a cat, you know, <laughs> like yeah, a villain wearing a suit or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, saying. Well, I mean, I did a tier list last week, and um, I put Speedy Chief in the Golurk tier because he's he shouldn't have a beard. Golurk tier is the F tier, by the way, for those that don't know. It's the, it's the worst tier. It's true. Even I had a higher I, tier. What, what did I you do think, by the way? Because I, I thought your beard list was good. No, no, no. Yeah. What do you think about my specific picture? Because I didn't put myself uh, in the F tier because I actually went through a phase where I didn't shave and it was a little rough. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say, I did appreciate that you, and you made a point of this too. You're like, you're like, look, I'm not going to roast everybody. Like you talked about uh, a lot of other streamers with beards, like Fragon or Nick. And you were like, you talked about me as well. You're like, I got to like put myself out there as well. And you showed a picture of your beard, the longest it got. <laughs> and you like, you know, reviewed it for a solid like few minutes. I was yeah. like, okay, if he throws it up and pulls it down, it's not really like equivalent, but you left it up there. You let people look there. at it. You know, we all have like, found a the YouTube video. Dude. You found the video of when it was the longest as well, which yeah. is really good. Like people are not you're a fair, fan of it on fair about the critique. Yeah, yeah. I felt like I felt like there was a positive reception to me with no beard as well. I felt like chat was like, 
All right, follow through on the bed. It's not that bad, right? Which I appreciate. I've been saying that. I've been saying that. I will say, too, I didn't really fully appreciate Wholesome's beard until I did this tier list. I was like, he's actually got a pretty good tier. And the thing is, like, his is such a core of his identity as well. Like, you mm. you as well, but you, I think your beard is, like, a little bit longer, more, like, defined, right? His is just, like, a standard groomed beard. But, like, yeah, I mean, that's, like, a part of his identity. I can't imagine him without it, you know? Right? And Wholesome's beard shaping is actually really, really good. If you see yeah. him, like, at, at the next regional, look at the neckline yeah, and how he trims good. it up and shapes it. Mm-hmm. It's actually very, very nice. He had, he had a beard brush when we're yeah. doing, you know how we have, like, the couch segment or, like, they're, like, seat well, segment in the you, back? He, he, and, you he know, pulled out the brush ahead of time. He was like rushing down. He was like, "I'll, I'll just, I'll just, ready. you know, I'll, I'll explain this, right? Because you know, for you, Caleb, anyone else at home, yeah, I definitely didn't uh, use no when, beard brush. <laughs> when you put, when you put a mask on, especially the K95s, mm-hmm. they like groove into your beard and push it down, so you get like this ridge, this like scoop in your mm-hmm. beard, and the beard brush like helps you to comb that out. So for people like myself and wholesome, like that's actually really, really nice because you put the mask on, it gets all you know messed up." Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, to me. Uh, you know, the good news for you is that's a problem you won't have to worry about once you shave your beard. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have something planned. I, I haven't told you yet, and I know I keep saying I have something planned. But like the holidays <laughs> yeah, been, I was like, the thing been, I planned last week is not hasn't happened yet. So <laughs> they've been pretty hectic for me. I'm also getting some pressure from my fiance to not shave, and uh, I do have some holiday plans with her. So it's like, mm. you know, so I need to you... well, one step at a time. One step at a time. I, I'm just saying, if you postpone it too much you know you might not have a beard for the wedding right you, the sooner you sh- shave it the sooner you have the beard back for the wedding right it's i don't true. know if you have that the, wedding date plan or not but i you know it's you the profile pick the, the profile pick is getting prof- long too it's about to be for it's two gonna months be like or, it's like two months it's almost two months <laughs> it's almost yeah. two months oh my god uh yeah. anyway so all right we'll see the beard update but we got some tea for you all too and uh, it's a two-segment tee. I will say that. Um, let's say the first one, too. And I'm going to pull it up. Sure. I don't know if I want to put it on the screen because I don't <laughs> know if it's family-friendly. Let me just double-check to make sure. You might uh, need to, like, blur it. Yeah. This is fine. This is fine. Yeah, this is fine. There's no swears in here. So I'll throw it up on the screen right about now so that you okay. can see it. Um but we got our last our last episode we talked about kind of like instead of chess boxing for those that don't know you play chess and you box as well in between rounds first one to get checkmate or get knocked out wins right so it's kind of a mixture of like brains and brawn well someone's like oh we should do pokemon go boxing right see so battle maybe like first to win like five games or first get knocked out right in you know in this uh in boxing wins mm. and so we're just like oh who we challenge stuff like that too and i was like speedy like who would you challenge mm-hmm. speed said he would challenge ferrickster right mm-hmm. and looks like ferrickster listened to the, the podcast so no, shout out shout awesome. out a fellow, a fellow listener it looks like a fellow listener on spotify too but or no actually no that might be apple music anyway uh or apple podcast but anyway so he tweeted and i got tagged in this too so i'm glad because I, I gotta see it but this is the tweet we see on screen here Speedish Chief says he wants to box me on the latest Battle Cats podcast with Caleb Pay. Speedy, I would crush you. You're so soft, you have no actual beef with anyone. <laughs> and all the things, of all the things to call me out on, you call me out on sleeping in on the weekends? Bruh. Bruh. Would... You have to read it in all caps the way he says it. Bruh. 
<laughs> but you think he would actually say it like that? I'm trying to read it in his voice too. I mean, I'm, I'm no, not. He'd be like, dream. he'd be like, bruh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, this is definitely happening now. As I said, <laughs> and then he said, I work 12 hour days all week and stream. I'm effing tired. You know, yeah, some other stuff, right? Mother yeah, just maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll, maybe I'll, yeah, I'll blur out some of the stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's all you gotta do. Also, top of the morning to you, good sir. I am tweeting this at 10 a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. So you know, I mean, of course, you know me, right? So I, I, I responded. I was like, well, I was yeah, like, of so is, is, is this happening or what? Like, seems like there's mutual interest on both ends. <laughs> And he said, I'm ready to go whenever he is, as long as the match isn't before 2 p.m. <laughs> Maybe 3 p.m. to be super safe. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. You know, if he just woke up from a nap, he might be a little a little tired, right? I don't know. Might be yeah, working yeah, advantage. Yeah. But or he's also well-rested, too. And he said, Hartford yeah. Regionals, question mark? Dude, you know I'll be at Hartford Regionals because my mom lives in Connecticut. So I'm going to go, whether I'm commentating there or not, we don't, we don't actually know. So, But if you're going, and I talked to Kaiser, too, because he saw he's like, Hey man, I'll help make it happen, right? The <laughs> Connecticut native, he's gonna he, he knows his local Kaiser boxing would. gyms, right? So yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, what are you? This... What's your response? All right, all right. So so it's funny to me. The first thing I'll say, it's funny to me because and, like, and before you say anything, this... too, you got to know if Ferrickster's probably listening to this part too. If he listened to the first, part. I'm sure he is. Go Yo, ahead. what's up, Ferrickster? I see your comments on Twitter. I didn't like or acknowledge them. And I was going to like lead in with this and be like, who? But no, Caleb didn't open me up for an opportunity like that. Uh, but the funny thing is like, as much as you and I, um, you know, probably don't want to, don't want to hear this. We are becoming more, more like public figures over time. Mm -hmm. And our personas are very public. So if this were to happen, this would be like a very like fight club esque type thing. Like no phones allowed, no cameras. It would just be like in a basement somewhere and yeah. we would just never talk about it. We just like go home with like bruises and cuts and stuff, right? So she's well, gonna have more bruises and cuts is the real question. <laughs> okay, so let's break this response down, right? Let's let's yeah, break yeah, this down. Let's break it down. Let's break it down. All right. So first of all, he begins the tweet by tagging me, right? Which Twitter laws, right? This actually really hurts your SEO on how a, a tweet actually works. And uh, it's not the most efficient way to do it. You have to type like an actual word. Because if you open up with a tag, it's not very efficient. And uh, only I, I think only followers beforehand. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so he tags me in it. Right, tags likes, him as though. well. Twenty-three likes. Yeah. 23. Queen Carla liked it too. <laughs> I, I was looking through like who liked it as well because it's also interesting. Uh, to me. We Queen can Carla's review that. Great. We can review that. So, anyways, he tags both of us and. Okay, so the concept I had in mind was just boxing, right? If you have like some feelings you want to get out, you got some anger, right? Some frustration, just getting a couple hits in is probably a lot. That's all That's all most people need, right? Just like a couple smacks, right? Oh, yeah, that's really, you know, it kind of like uh, assuages that emotion that I was feeling. But he opens up, he says, Speedy, I would crush you. I'm like, okay, that insinuates I'm like on the floor, knocked out. You know, the ref is counting down. It's over, right? Yeah. He said, you are so soft. <laughs> You have no actual beef with anyone. And of all the things to call me out on, you call me out for sleeping in on the weekends. Bruh. Right? No, no. Do okay, it, do so it the first... way you thought he would say it. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> but uh, he, he says I'm so soft, right? And I think this is another thing as well. Like a lot of people mistake kindness for weakness. And that's definitely not the case here. Right? Mm. Um, I have no actual beef with anyone. Yeah, that's actually by design. 
It's on purpose. <laughs> like I have thoughts and opinions about a lot of things, right? But like anyone who, uh, again, is like trying to make a career out of this kind of thing, I don't say everything I think, right? Mm-hmm. But I actually have good opinions on a lot of things. And of all the things to call me out on, you call me out for sleeping on the weekends. Yeah, I mean, I could call you out for all the like the problematic tweets you make, all the like pot stirring that you do on Twitter and stuff. But I know that's what you actually like. That's that's like the the source of your attention, right? He's kind of like another person I know, Caleb. He likes to kind of stir the pot, get people talking, me? get people frustrated. What? I mean, I <laughs> hey, did, I did, I did go back more on Twitter with Panic earlier too. I we guess, I guess it's true that as well. But <laughs> that's true. It's true. But but the thing is, when when you want to hit somebody right, and that's why I got this response. When you want to like reach out and touch somebody, you don't talk about the things that they enjoy doing because they're like, oh yeah, you know, that was actually my, what I enjoy. But hmm. sleeping in on the weekends, that is sacred time for Ferrickster. That is sacred time. It's sleep in, have some brunch and some mimosas, and go about your day in a relaxed manner. Right? He cares about that a lot. That's why I made that point because I knew, I knew it get under his skin. You know what I'm saying? I definitely did get under his skin. I know, right? Look at this response, all caps. I mean, this is like you know, you say something and then the other person starts screaming. You really touch a nerve here. I work 12 hour days all week and stream. I'm tired. All right, I get that. That's uh, that sounds like a you problem, man. <laughs> and, and I okay. And the good part is right. The good part is that honestly, Ferrickster and I haven't DM'd. This is all in the public, right? We uh-huh. haven't had any backdoor conversations or anything. So again, we're like putting this all out there. It's all in good fun. Uh, he says top of the morning to you, good sir, which means he has like a sense of humor, which I really mm-hmm. do appreciate about Ferrickster here. I he says I'm tweeting this at 10 a.m. on a Saturday. I actually like Ferrickster more after this tweet exchange. Because oh, it shows okay. that he has like a sense of humor, some humility. He's pretty fun, you know. I actually like yeah. him more after this. Uh, but yeah, if we if we're gonna box, it's still gonna happen, right? Um, and and as well in the comment, he says, "I'm ready to go whenever he is, as long as the match isn't before two p.m. Maybe three to be safe." Again, that's like a funny comment. That's like playing to what I said, right? If he was really mad, if he was legitimately angry, he'd be like, "Tell me your address, right?" Or like, <laughs> "We can go anytime. As soon as I see you on site, I'm swinging on site." You know, he could say that, but he actually has a good sense of humor about it. So I think it's pretty funny. So uh, you got four months to prep, right? This this is what I'm hearing, right? Four months to prep. I mean, 2 p.m., 3 p.m., that's perfect, right? If we're we're doing a typical regional stream, day one, longer day, right? Day two typically ends around like 1 p.m. or so, maybe before the maybe Mm -hmm. 2 p.m. at the latest. Perfect time to go back, change, get ready. You know, whatever, whatever black guy that you may incur, you don't, it won't be on stream the next day. It's perfect. What what can why can I just envision like you and Butters standing on the edge of like the ring like throwing down money like yeah 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 hit him high, like throwing <laughs> yeah. down ten bucks you know betting like I got my money on this person <laughs> why can I just imagine that? I don't I, um, yeah I don't know how it's gonna I mean Vector does like to talk too but I mean a lot of people in the community do whether they throw down in in real life or not is a different story and there's some people I wouldn't true. want to throw down with right like um no. I don't know. Actually, I can't think of any. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Uh, like those actually, Dragon Balls. I, I do have good, one. Right. Yeah. Those Dragon Balls. Yeah, is I would huge. not mess with I, I do have. Yeah. I do have one in mind as well. This is actually from 2019. Um, but uh, there was a lot of of uh, nonsense going around on Twitter from Quinby back before the Orlando Regional. He was at Arlington. He was at Arlington. He was at Arlington as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but I funny. met Quinby yeah. in Orlando, and uh-huh. he is not a person I'd want to fight either. Really? To be honest. I no. met him too. Wait, why? Not the Quinby I remember. Is he big? He was way bigger than I thought. Yeah. Oh. 
No, he was pretty like petite. Really? Yeah. He must have slimmed down because the Quinby I met in Orlando He's 2019, jacked? he was jacked. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Unless he was wearing like a I really was, loose I, shirt or something. He was pretty petite. No, I was surprised when I met Quinby. Oh, I was I mean, like, man. I mean, not the like rawest. I don't have any beef with him, but yeah, he's uh, no, me either. He's pretty, but he's very, he's he's like smaller than me. Yeah. No, you, we met a different person. I literally met him this past weekend. <laughs> no, <laughs> we, we met a different person. Well, no, the this Quinn, is the this Quinn is very different. I don't know. He was he was at Arlington Regional. I will say this, right? Um, he was he was knocked out before he didn't make out on the stream, of course, but he was knocked out, and uh, he actually got kicked out the venue. <laughs> For what? Or can, can you say? Uh, I can say. I mean, because it's against the rules, so no one else should do this, right? But he was apparently drinking on the premise. He was escorted off. Yeah. I know. He's trying but, to have a good time, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. But anyway, so he was escorted off. So anyway, anyone going to a future regional, don't bring in a flask or alcohol, right? You're not. Yeah, please don't. I, I think. I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's against the rules. At least it was in Arlington, but I'm pretty sure it's against the rules. So, um, yeah. No, Quimby was not that. I mean, I don't know. I I could be misremembering, but I met him. And I was. It wasn't that big. But uh, I think you're misremembering. Um, I feel like, just anyways, like a few days ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I guess I could ask Kaiser. Kaiser stayed with Quimby this past weekend too. So true. Um, but what I what I haven't seen on Twitter though, Caleb, we talked about me and Ferrickster, right? You called out Ryan Swag. I have not seen a big post from Ryan Swag with timestamps yeah. in the podcast. No, I don't. I don't oh. actually really want to box Ryan Swag. You know, I think what? we just we just disagree. So for, I mean, I have another contender. I guess I could right these days. <laughs> might okay. might might make it to Hartford as well too because I know they're in oh. the northeast area. Um, okay. I don't actually really want to box anyone, right? But I think I think it is. I think it would be some interesting content that we cannot actually advertise because it's boxing and pokemon just doesn't mix i think like unless you're my <laughs> champ right but uh like we're not like anyone listening yeah, like we're champ. not really serious but no this we, is all a joke but if it happens oh come on it's not gonna <laughs> happen <laughs> i won't say anything else but um anyway so it was this was um this was something else it wasn't actually in our tea segment but i must well throw it in there because why, why why just throw a speediest chief in in the hot seat without putting myself here so it was. This was last week. It was actually Panic Twenty Three, uh, also known as Nick or just Panic for short, or I guess yeah. Panic for long, but Panic is what he goes by. Um, he's like going live for some GBL, then factions recap of our bout first, the Body Slammers, and I'll, I'll throw this graphic in here so people can see what I'm referencing to here. So I'll make a quick timestamp okay. reference here. But my first comment was because he took a screenshot of his factions like like layout, right? The recap he's going to do. And it's against body slammers. They beat him everything, and he was going to do recap on it. Um, and my comment was, this layout, I'll share the tweet to you too, Speedy, so that way you can have easy access. My comment was, this layout looks like a car from NASCAR. Because it's got like eight logos on it. No, it's got... Oh, no, it's yeah, got, yeah, yeah. It's got, uh, no, it's got nine logos. It's got Body Slammer and Final Boss, which is the two. No, it's actually got 10 logos if you count the Sylph uh, Factions logo too. But it's got the Sylph logo, right? The Diamond, uh, the Emerald Tier logo. Body Slammer and Final Boss. Makes sense, right? You're playing a Sylph match between two teams. You're going to have the logo. You have Panic's logo, personal logo on there. Makes sense. It's Panic's logo. And then mm -hmm. you have six other logos. Um, I don't actually even know all of them. I know P-Poke's on there. Getting your ball, Team Unified, you know. Pokemon Go Raiders, 
stuff like that. I think Thunderdome or something. Um, Flash for everyone as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, and then six additional logos, which I guess in some way, shape, or form sponsor Panic or Final Boss or both. Yes. And because uh, I know those same logos, I think, are on their team jerseys. Correct. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I get it. Like, you're going to hustle. Like, you got you get your jerseys paid for, get a little sponsorship money for your team. Like, I, I ain't hate on it, but. It does look like a car from NASCAR. <laughs> like it's got a bunch of logos on there. Like that's that's it, right? I thought it was kind of funny, and so did every the twenty-two people that liked it. I ratioed his original tweet, right? I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> and so, and he comes back and said, "Stream your recaps, Caleb, as in like the cool cast uh-huh, my team's uh-huh. recaps. Would love to see your layout, especially your matchup versus Stadium, right? Stadium Elite." And I will say for those that don't know, we lost pretty badly to Stadium Elite the first week. Uh, I think the final score was four to. 17 i think four to 17 that's tough that's, that's tough. tough right um let me put it this way i scored half of our team's points out of seven people so you know it was a rough time yeah like we got swept in multiple matchups and i think two of our matchups went one and two but you know i'm not i'm not mad at my teammates for like we it's it was a tough matchup it was the first week too um i'm not making excuses we just got beat we got outplayed in many of the matchups or our team it happens it happens but i'm just like whoa i was like my man's really digging hard here into my team i was like look i i wasn't even making fun of your team or anything i just think it's a funny thing that you have all these like logos and stuff right he even has this mouse hovering over it so it says project out projector output on one of the (laughs) screenshots like come on now i didn't even say that but i was like all right uh and i was thinking you know what i could be like Man, Pang, that's kind of a low blow, right? Like, you can make fun of me all you want. Like, you're going to lose my teammates in this just because I made out. Like, he doesn't actually want to see my recap. He doesn't actually want to see my layout, right? But I was like, you know what? I got something for you, Panic, right? Look, (laughs) I'm kind of like you, Speedy, right? I'm not one to get involved in drama and stuff because half the time I don't really think it's that serious or I I just don't care. It's not worth it. But, um... But let's not mistaken me as a nice guy here, right? I'm uh I'm probably as toxic as it gets. People just don't know. I'll say <laughs> the knife's the knife came out here. I did not see this come this one coming. Yeah. And then so I responded and I said, No stream, but it'll be on YouTube in a few weeks, which is true. We are gonna do our recap. And I told my teammates, I was like, I don't even care if we lost this badly. We're gonna recap it, right? So we're gonna recap every battle this cycle. Um and I said, the last time someone offered me a business deal, a business deal to me, it didn't end well. Uh, for the sponsoring org, so color me suspicious in reference to you know him getting sponsored by all this stuff, and I screenshotted a DM from Panic himself. This was back when the um the whole Pogo Cosmos scam was big. You know, for those that don't know, this was a couple months ago, probably around June, maybe June or May, and essentially Pogo Cosmos was kind of a shady org that was kind of trying to make like money matches happen in Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. And it kind of seemed like a pyramid scheme when Panic reached out because I think Panic was the main, I would say ringleader, but the main liaison between Pogo Cosmos and Pokemon Go. And so to my knowledge, he DM'd a bunch of creators. I was one of them. And he's like, oh, like I get, I would make like $1 like per referral or something like that too. Which I'm thinking like, oh, if I'm getting a dollar, you're probably getting like $2, right? Like there's like, there's some pyra- <laughs> if there's a pyramid scheme here, Panic's in every one of them. He's above me in this oh one, right? God. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm just I'm just messy. That's just a joke, right? But um, but he was definitely in this one. And I just left him on red because like this was kind of weird and sketchy. I'm not really sure. I I like I didn't respond or anything. Um <laughs> but you know, and then eventually we found out Pogo Cosmo was kind of a big scam and it kind of imploded, right? And uh a lot of creators that were involved in it probably felt a little embarrassed, panic, especially. 
Sure. So I posted that, right? And I think a lot of people got a kick out of it too. Yeah. yeah. And then um, he went back and he responded. He was like, he was like, yes, I took an L on consoles. I've learned a hard lesson. Exposing DMs is also not appreciated. And he lists out all the sponsoring org. I was like, all right, I got it. And I was like, I could apologize for exposing DMs. I'm like, dude, you sent this to like 50 content creators here, right? And you were in the wrong here. Look, I don't care. Yo, you think if Elon Musk sends me a scam tweet, right? You think I'm not going to expose it? I'll expose that DM too. <laughs> like anyone trying to, you know, I know he wasn't trying to scam me, right? Panic, he just didn't know better. But look, like, yeah. let's not act like this is some like sensitive information you're disclosing about your personal life panic. You copy and pasted the same message to everyone. You replace Caleb with Rise to Occasion with like Liquid Can King, everyone, right? Whoever you're sending it to. Anyway, I responded, I said, All right, got it. And my apologies. I'll keep things more anonymous for next time. <laughs> and I would say it wasn't a real apology because I posted the same screenshot and I just blurred out his name. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was um it was a good time. I had a good time there. Um, you know, it was funny too. He's streaming when this was happening. So I hopped into the stream just to see how he's doing, right? I, I'm not one to like bully people to make him cry or anything like that. So I'll just check in on him. And you could tell mm -hmm. I was looking at his face while he's GBLing and he was like typing back on Twitter in between. And I was oh, like, no. I'm just, like, and, like whenever I post a tweet, I just stare at his face and see until he reads it and see his reaction. It was like pretty funny yeah, back yeah. and forth. And of course I went there. Oh, I was like, look, no. no hard feelings. Like I'm just I'm just joking around. Like, and to be fair, like we did get destroyed pretty hard by Stadium Elite, right? It is what it is. Yeah, and yeah. um and I, I don't know how it came up, but then we talked about Pokemon Go boxing, right? Like chess boxing, like the thing. I was like, look, like if you want to sell this, you want to throw it down, let me know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah. I think he's he initially said, like, yeah, yeah, but then when I explained to him, I think he was kind of backing off a little bit. Again, I'm not really trying to box mm -hmm. someone, but you know, if it comes to it. I don't know. Do you want to be Tyler Payne? Or uh, Caleb Durden at this yo, point. Yo, let me tell you, actually. Random fun fact. But, well, I used to really... I, I still think Fight Club is a brilliant movie. Not for the fighting oh, yeah, aspect, first. but for, like, the underlying um, allegories Themes and, and analogies, analogies and everything, right? It's actually, it's, actually, it's actually pretty deep, all things considered. Yeah. Um, but... So I, I used to watch it a lot as a kid. And I... So the main character's name is, like, Slight spoiler for those. It's been out for like over 20 years, but for those that don't know. Yeah. Um, slight spoiler. The main character, he doesn't actually reveal his real name. He goes by a bunch of like pseudonyms and stuff. And so like yeah. you don't actually ever figure out his name. One of the names he used was Cornelius. And so a lot of times I would like for different like accounts where I had to make, right? Where it's like, I don't want my real identity. Because usually I just do Caleb Payne, right? But for times where I don't actually yeah, want to yeah, use yeah. my real name, I'll sign up as like Cornelius something. <laughs> so Ooh, I use a little, a little, a little re reference to... No, it won't be Payne either. I'll change it to some, some <laughs> other last name with P. Yeah. It's still the same okay, initials, okay. but yeah. So it'll be Cornelius something. And yeah, because, you know, it was, it was, uh, Fight Club was a great movie. Yeah, I, I liked Cornelius. Really no, no, no one's also... I mean, there's some people named Cornelius, but most people aren't. Yeah, it's an old school name, like Bartholomew or something like that. Bartholomew, yeah. Yeah, Bartholomew yeah. as well. But anyway, that was the Twitter stuff. You know, for anyone that uh, thought I was serious, I mean, no. I mean, I wasn't. Hopefully, Pan didn't take it super, yeah. super hard, you know. But yeah, if you're going to come for my team just because I made a joke about a NASCAR thing, like, hey, go for it. Look, I don't forget anything, by the way. Let's just put it this way. I remember all the beef and drama. I just will drag it out once in a while, right? Um, 
if if it if it needs be. But typically speaking, I'm just sitting there on the sidelines, just reading up on all the drama and all the stuff going on. And speaking of things that are happening while I was reading up on the sidelines, and this is a perfect transition to our last tea topic of the week. Yeah. And uh it is it was Arlington. It was at Arlington. Um I'll give a brief breakdown of what happened, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts first because you're you're viewing from an outside perspective, right? Like third party yeah. perspective because you you weren't there in person. But essentially, what happened was it was in day number two, top eight. It was in the losers bracket, so winner goes home. Win uh, or loser goes home. Winner moves forward, and it was it's Axon versus Arrow, and Arrow was up one to zero, and then Axon was against uh, in game number two. Axon had to catch a drill run from the Dunsparce on his Metacham to potentially have a chance to win. Because uh, he was mm -hmm. he had a frost sauce in the I had a frost sauce in the back, so you need the save by take out the frost sauce and the Dunsparce. And Axon made an incredible catch on the Metacham. Arrow purposely paused his Dunsparce on a fast move so that essentially what happens is if your Pokemon are in the middle of a fast move, you can't possibly swap out. The only time you could do this is a one-turn fast move because every turn is, like, you can swap on a turn, so you can't actually throw in the middle of a turn for a one-turn fast move, but for two-turn and more, you can. Mm -hmm. So for two, essentially, the short version is, say by has Shadow Call, two-turn move. If you throw in the middle of the Shadow Call animation, air, uh, Accident can't possibly catch the charge move. So that's what Arrow is mm -hmm. going for. Axon, I believe, also paused at that same time, expecting maybe Arrow to swap or do something like weird. I, I don't know. I should know why he paused. I think he was trying to counter pause. So it was kind of like stuttery on both ends by design, right? Not not mechanically, by design. Mm -hmm. But Axon was still able to catch. Arrow paused and everything, and Axon was able to catch. So Arrow disputed it and said, if he didn't catch that, then I uh, I would have won. And I waited a turn. So because I waited that turn, I should he should not have been able to swap. And if you watch the video, it does look like the Shadow Claw animation is a little quicker, right? Because he's instantly able to swap after throwing the Shadow Claw and end up catching the drill run. Mm -hmm. um, based on my personal experience, two-turn moves are really unreliable these days to implement that strategy. I think three-turn, four-turn, five-turn moves is much easier because you get you can actually time the animation. Two-turn moves are so quick. Part of it is like a personal yeah, reaction time, but also like the animation to wait for it and see it. Like sometimes it's like kind of unreliable. Um but, you know, Arrow disputed, and it's totally in his right to dispute. And it was a super close call. I think at the end of the day, like, I I asked some other people's opinion on this after the fact, right? Some people that are judges and stuff. Uh, I won't name names because I don't think they they haven't consented me to do it. I think most of them do say that the rematch was warranted. Um, Again, me personally, like, I, I, there's nothing wrong with this. Like, I don't blame Arrow for this at all. If I was Arrow in that situation, I just wouldn't dispute. Because, like, there's so many, like, frame drops and stuff that happen from time to time in every game. And that one was a game-defining one. But I'd probably just move on. Be like, hey, that was a great play. Like, that was an incredible game, too. Let's just move on. Um, but, again, it's within a player's right to dispute. And I think a close call like that is totally... It's not a bogus call, right? It's not like, no. like, if, if you're, like, disputing, like... <coughs> I dropped a SmackDown against like a Medicham in a Medicham versus Bastion. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna win that matchup regardless of how much I lag or how much I don't, right? So yeah. um it was not a bogus call by any means. And Arrow disputed. He got it, he got the rematch ruled in his favor. And so a lot of people were like, whoa, that's like some people were like it, it was so minuscule and so close. And if you're not watching it in slow-mo, it's really hard to even see. Um, very hard and it, it, like there's it, the community is pretty split on this too actually like it's still not even clear like if it should have been rematched or not but 
Arrow got the rematch, and then he won the next game too, right? So the rematch game. So it would have been game two. Um, so of course it's best out of three. So in in a sense, like like arrows, the result would have been the same. But the thing you always have to consider is when you go through that kind of stuff, it could like be mentally draining for the competitors. So they might be off their game for game the next game, or they might bring a different line now because they had the rematch, right? Like mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the lines they brought, both and brought might not have been the same if the rematch did not happen. So mm-hmm. anyway, so there's a lot of factors to consider. But Arrow did end up winning either way. Uh, essentially, in in the record, it's two to zero. But even if the rematch didn't happen, it could have been two to one. Um, and then they got off with Sage, and they were interviewed by Jared Honda, who is the CEO of Go Stadium, uh, the org that oversees Stadium and Leeds and creates a bunch of helpful tools and website and everything, and been around for a while. And so he was, um, so he obviously didn't know what happened there, so he wanted to kind of get like a, like a on the floor perspective, right? So he interviewed Accent and Air right when the conversation, like, hey, like explain what happened, like what was it, why was this view happened, and how was it done. And Axon says some stuff, you know, explain, like, yeah, like, I get it, like, the judge said this, and Arrow just pretty much agreed. It's like, yeah, that's what happened. And there was a lot of backlash on social media, especially mm-hmm. Twitter. And, um, and there's a surprise. Oh, yeah, there's a couple of reasons behind this. Um, I think the video that Jared Honda did uh, had good intentions. By all means, I mean, I think overall Jared Honda has good intentions in general, so I would never call his um like values in question i should say no morals definitely not but i think what he saw was oh there's a dispute and last time we had a big dispute it was doombug versus bird power i think right and that did not end so well for doombug and there's a lot of social media stuff so i think he was trying to like get a little bit ahead of it and fully explain it so that it doesn't turn into like a no one knows what's going on thing so for those that don't think it's rematch where they're all going just dogpile on top of arrow right on social media Mm -hmm. or the judges or both um, which I think unfortunately had the opposite effect. But that aside, too, um, I know two of the judges there, Enhoff and Dunn, are associated with Go Stadium, too, right? Enhoff mm-hmm. is uh, a player for Stadium Elites and probably has some other roles within Go Stadium. And then and Dunn also is associated with Go Stadium and has uh, different roles as well. I think might be the CFO. I'm not actually completely mm-hmm. sure, so don't quote Essentially, me Essentially, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but anyway, they both volunteered the time, traveled to Arlington to judge. And um, I don't really know the specifics of this, so I can't actually speak on it because I was backstage. I wasn't even casting it at the time. Uh, but they were judges at events. Whether they judge the calls and stuff, like they can't say as judges, and I don't even know, so I'm not even going to go into that. But some people were saying, like, could be conflict of interest, could not be, right? Because stuff, and like my well, I don't even share my personal take yet. I'll let you share your personal take, but there was a <laughs> lot of stuff related to that. And then Jared Honda also did a stream afterward last night, uh, mm-hmm. covering you know covering the stuff and also apologizing because I think the video did not achieve what it intended to do, and he eventually took mm-hmm. the video off of Twitter, so you can't find it if you're trying to right now. Um, that's mm-hmm. fine. But anyway, from your perspective, what did you think of the situation? Um. So I think. There's there, there's like so much to unpack here. There's like so many different layers to this. Um, so essentially, what? Uh, okay, so let's first talk about the mechanics of the dispute, right? So you can tell when a fast move leaks through, or when the game doesn't function exactly how it's supposed to happen, mm-hmm. when things are consistent. But when players stop offering inputs, like you said earlier, with especially with two turn fast moves, or there's a lot of inconsistency, a lot of uh, things don't work every single time the way that they're supposed to work. 
Um, so visually, right, if Arrow is anticipating that Axon will keep on tapping, then the Shadow Claw animation should start right after the charge attack. But not only are the fast moves inconsistent visually, but especially after a shield or charge attack, there are tons of inconsistencies there as well. So what I saw happen from my perspective was that both trainers stopped tapping because Arrow is waiting for the Shadow Claw mm -hmm. and he was trying to wait a half second and then, you know, then throw his move while Sableye was jumping into the air. And on the flip side of that, Axon was really desperately trying to catch the drill run in the meta champ. So he was waiting for the rollout to come. But Axon offered an input and Arrow did not. So essentially, instead of the Shadow Claw animation taking two turns, it came through in one turn. But so after waiting one turn, throwing a Shadow Claw, having that happen in one turn, and then Arrow then pressing his charge attack, it eventually landed onto the Metacham. Now, visually, that's very high level because it opens up a whole can of worms mm -hmm. for players to say they lagged when essentially they just stopped tapping which I don't even want to get into how many different ways people could exploit that and try to use that to their advantage because it's really nasty when you think about it. Um, but the reason it was such an issue is because Play Pokemon is still very new to Pokemon Go and they don't have like a fully developed rule set on how to deal with these things. So even though the two judges that were at the desk were not Enhoff and Endon, but they were two other uh, folks, essentially they they tend to defer to the people who know more about pvp again to back up your point as well i don't know to what length the other judges were involved so i'm not going to sit here and claim conflict of interest or anything like that because i sincerely doubt that that happened mm -hmm. in, even in our community there's so much integrity whenever cindy would battle king would never be on stage and he wouldn't even watch the battles yeah right when king was judging he doesn't so even scrim with her before the tournaments exactly like, i don't exactly. want to have so, any impact on your results. So he's gotten no impact, no involvement, anything like that. I assume that's very similar to what actually happened here as well. Um, all that being said, the dispute was really ugly. And I feel that Pokemon Go is coming into, it's experiencing a lot of things that other esports and traditional sports have experienced for a long time, but we're still new to it. Like BMing, for example, that's like <laughs> the equivalent of scoring a touchdown in dead time in a football game and then doing like a dance in the end zone. Mm -hmm. Right. It's gonna it's gonna piss people off. They don't like that, right? Mm -hmm. When you when you flaunt that you're already ahead. But it happens not only in esports, right? I was watching a Halo stream the other day and one guy got a kill and then he walked over to the player he just killed, looked at their body on the floor, and like shook his his head left to right. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Right? It happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And that kind of psychological warfare is a part of other esports as well. So like as a sports in general. And sports in general, exactly. Uh, and this thing as well, like when when refs make calls on certain plays, those refs take a lot of heat. A lot of NFL refs get like death threats. People try to find out where they live. For example, if you think back to the 2018 NFC Championship game with the Rams and the and the uh, Saints, when there was like that blatant, obvious pass interference call, when the Rams player uh, cornerback just tackled the Saints receiver before the ball was even like on in the direction coming towards him and it didn't get a flag saints fans like started a petition like the whole city they were so uh -huh. mad like they were so frustrated because they they didn't get to the super bowl because of that and this thing is going to tend to happen so we just have to account for the fact that refs and judges are going to get disproportionate amount of blame when things don't go the right way now to to the to the next point about jr he was trying to prevent what happened to Doombug, and Dunebug, and I've I've held this position for a long time, Caleb. Dunebug always treated the game 
as if it worked how it was intended to work. What I mean by that is somebody like like Thotetsko could go up on stage at EUIC and he could have some lag, but he could look at the team composition and say, you know what? It was too tough. I couldn't win that matchup. Mm-hmm. It was just too much. I, I just concede the match, which he did. He actually did do that. Yeah, at UIC. But then Doombug at EUIC, exactly. But then Doombug will go up and he'll have a team comp disadvantage. But if there's lag or something occurs, he believes in him in himself so much. He thinks he's the best one out there. And he said, I could have, I could have won. I, my opponent could have made a mistake. I could have found a win condition. I could have, you know, whether he's right or wrong, he believes that. He sincerely believes that. And a lot of players are going to believe that. They're going to believe in themselves that much because they are just bred to be competitors, right? That's not just a doom bug thing. Other people also feel that way. We just haven't seen them yet. Mm-hmm. And essentially, when the game doesn't function the way that it's supposed to function, and you as a person get penalized for that. Like I, I was reading the comments, like so many comments went undeleted about how he was like slime and scum and a terrible person and how he was like vindictive and he should be banned from all future tournaments. Dude, there was even a regional VOD that went up on YouTube a couple weeks ago and somebody commented and said, so what are the updates on Dunebug? Is he banned from play Pokemon yet? He wasn't, wasn't at even- this tournament. <laughs> he wasn't involved. He wasn't on the stream. He's like, going he to Japan. Even- Dude. <laughs> update. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is that like Dunebug as a person got shredded and it takes, it takes a lot mentally to like read those comments. I know, I know like on Twitter, right. We can get like a hundred, uh, you know, nice messages or comments throughout the year. But if you get that one comment that really kind of touches a nerve and really bothers you, that's all you think about because mm. it, it can affect you psychologically. But Dunebug got dozens and dozens and dozens of those comments. If he went online, it wasn't safe. If he went to a Twitch stream, people were tearing him up. If he went to Twitter, people were tearing him up. He couldn't go anywhere in his own community without getting destroyed, right? Mm-hmm. And JR did not want that to happen to Arrow. Now, the thing is, when you when you stand out in front of a train, you got to expect to get hit, right? It might not be a full-on hit. It might be like, you know, <laughs> quite the analogy. <laughs> I'm just saying like like if you step out in front of in front of something, it's going to it's still coming. It's not going to stop, uh-huh. right? So, JR trying to do the right thing backfired in a big way as well because Again, like referees don't give interviews after a game about why they made a call. Like mm-hmm. the call just has to exist. It has, it just has to be there. And that's just how things go. And I think as a community, we're still learning that. And I understand, like, like you said, I don't ever question JR's values. I know he looks out for the community. That's what he cares about first and foremost. He looks out for his players as well. And honestly, like if you were in trouble and you're, you know, a person you looked up, looked up to didn't step in to try to help you, you might feel that down as well. You might say, well, you know, my, you know, JR didn't try to help me and I feel like he let me down that way. So I understand he was in a tough position, but honestly, we're, we're going to have to learn to be a little more hands off with this and just let, let things happen because the referees don't give press conferences because they know what would happen. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's tough. Like, I don't think anyone did anything wrong, right? I think maybe... No, the, it's such a gray area. It's such a gray area. Well, also, again, the dispute, i still not sure about the call, right? I, I get, like, it's kind of like what you said, right? If you assume the game's going to work how it's intended, then, you know, then, yeah, that's probably something you definitely want to look at. I just assume the game's not going to work as intended most of the time right and that's like i mean i mean it's for my own sanity too right because like if you're like because i know some i see some people's streams and i'm not even gonna name names because i can't even think of anyone off the top of my head but they'll they know the mechanics so much it's like 
ignorance is actually bliss because knowing that much about mechanics you miss a like you like back when like fast food denial was thing dude people would be so mad right people would be so mad about the stuff they would like stop attending tournaments and stuff like that because of the state of the game yeah and me i'm just like you know what it's better if i just don't even think about it, right sometimes i'll deny sometimes i won't blah 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 right like i think knowing all the mechanics and how things should work will put you in a more uh a more upset position when it doesn't work in your favor but at the same time you have to always think about like there's going to be a lot of times where it's going to work in my favor right and so it kind of mm -hmm. evens out in some ways but again for this specific is issue it was game impacting so if it was something working as not intended then uh, it, if it didn't work as intended then you know it's disputable yeah i mean the thing is i've paused and stuff like sometimes i, I remember I gbl sometimes it looked like my opponent wasn't throwing fast news so i just didn't throw fast news i let him catch up right oh, no. like dude like you're you're weak like just take advantage of the lag whatever it, you know, like lg would do wouldn't do the same thing for you i don't care right it's for me like i don't want a freebie win like that you can say whatever you want right once in a while just if the game's like timing out, I'll like throw a few fast ones. But I learned from that mistake though, because what I, I don't I don't throw fast ones now just to like take advantage of the lag. I pause there and their Pokemon were getting fast ones through and I couldn't visually see it until yep. I decided to throw one. All of a sudden it catches up and they have another Pokemon there. I'm just like getting farmed yep. down, right? And you lost half your HP exactly, and you're like, exactly. Ah. And I thought they were lagging, but instead I was just pausing there and like like the way fast moves work is really weird. Sometimes when you don't throw a fast move, you don't see any visually coming through. I mean, obviously in this situation, it was very different, but like even PB Poke commented on that initial video that uh, JR posted in the thread and said something along the lines of like, like when you pause, like when you pause or something like that, fast move. You know what? I'm gonna find the specific one so I don't miss. You're, you're not sending people. an input to the server, right? Yeah. So, so like... things can be weird, right? And people obviously mm -hmm. knows his mechanics. Um, so let me see if I can find it. It was what's the state? The twenty, yeah, nineteenth. All right. So yeah, it's he wrote something there, and I just want to make sure. Oh, maybe it's gone. I don't know. I don't yeah. see it anymore. Much, so. much love to while you're scrolling. Much love to PV Poke because he did post a lot of stuff uh, for the holidays as well. Mm -hmm. Upcoming metas and different uh, analysis like uh, Frenzy Plant Chestnut is already in the website. All kinds of stuff like that. So yes, yes, no, definitely. Really yeah, hard. shout out to PV Poke too. Um, always, always providing us with some really valuable resources here. All right. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, I think I'm close to it. Mm -hmm. Chestnuts. My apologies for the delay. I didn't have this pulled up. But I don't want to misquote here either. Um, okay, so I think I'm close. Um, okay, game yeah, I, behavior. This is specifically from P. Boke. Game sure. behavior is also pretty unpredictable once you stop tapping. Super succinct, but super accurate too. Mm -hmm. You know, and like it's. It's a it's a strategy that you can implement from Arrow, so I don't blame him for doing it because he needs to he needs to prevent a catch in that situation to win. But at the same time, like again, like when you pause, like game peer's behavior is not going to act exactly the same. So it's it's kind of a risky strategy in itself. But mm -hmm. it is a strategy he needs to do to implement to win the match, and that's exactly what he was going for. Um but um, that being said, oh my gosh, it looks like we actually have the winter holiday part two coming up. Maybe we'll just throw Did that it just in drop? Here. Yeah, I think it just oh dropped. So God. maybe I'll just throw that in there in a second. Um, <laughs> it's just, 
ironic because it just we're just talking about how it's going to drop sometime um but all right, anyway we'll wrap this specific up uh part up first but um yeah anyway what i was gonna say is i think all the parties involved were well-intentioned and unfortunately mm-hmm. the situation was just kind of weird and again this is one of those times where like jerry honda's trying to get in front of it and people say like would you have done this if it wasn't arrow disputing right if it wasn't someone mm-hmm. from uh the ghost stadium you know team right maybe maybe not the problem is because you are associate arrow does have the association people are going to bring up questions that may or may not actually Allude, like may or may not be conflict of interest. I can't say for sure, right? I don't know. Jared Honda hasn't done this before, but again, like there hasn't been any big disputes since the Doombug bird power situation either. So he exactly. might have done that if that was Doombug and Axon playing, right? Neither of them associate with mm-hmm. Ghost Stadium. He could have done the same thing. But again, that's the risk you take when you are associated with these players and you make a decision like that. And uh, Jared Honda obviously apologized to Axon, Arrow, mm-hmm. Axon's mother as well. And uh, for putting them through that situation um, and, you know, hopefully we'll move forward from it, but it is tough. And I, I again, I don't, I don't blame Endon. I don't blame Enhoff. Like their judges there, they're asked to help out. They got to help out, right? They, they're volunteering their time. They, it's not, it's not free. You don't get, I mean, I think they get a small stipend as a judge, but not enough usually to cover mm-hmm. costs unless you're local. Right. So, I mean, I think, but the problem is like, if you don't have a lot of judges that know the mechanics, what are you going to do, right? You have to rely on the people you have. And again, they're there to help and they were asked to help. What are they supposed to do? Not help, right? Like, you know, exactly. so again, like I think knowing them personally, I don't personally think that they have any conflicts of interest, but you know, I get yeah. why people say that. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Tough, one. tough. Tough one. And, and you know, it's crazy because we can't predict these things happening. Mm-hmm. Like as much as, as much as we put our minds together, we can't foresee what the next uh, dispute will be. Yeah. We just have to put a structure in place that actually deals with it in a way that doesn't like put the community, uh, pit the community against itself. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't need to like cannibalize each other. We just need to kind of just like in any other major sport, right? There are some calls that are really bad calls and there's some calls that are really good and yep. there's a human element to all of it. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, just, and, and that's the thing as well. Like even major sports change their rules year to year to account for new things. Mm-hmm. So again, I, I don't think any one individual uh, should take the the brunt of this, but it's tough, man. I, like I'll say it one more time, dude, when you stand in front of a moving car, you're probably going to get hit. <laughs> it went from a train to a moving car. <laughs> yeah. The car sounds more gentle. Yeah. It's a little, it depends on what they're driving, I guess, but that's true. That's true. It's true. Um, Anyway, so that's that's pretty much the tea this week. There's a lot going on here, and I think everyone kind of is just reeling from it. I hope no one's like throwing hate comments or anything personal at these people, right? Yeah. Whether you think like the judging system or whatever should be different, like that's fine. But like, I I think like hate comments aren't really warranted. Um, yeah, no, they mm-hmm. definitely aren't. So, uh, I hope I wish the best for all those that are involved, and hopefully um, they are able to kind of move forward with this after some time to reflect and heal and whatever. Right. Um, that being said, I was going to wrap it up here, but let's just breeze through this part two of the holiday let's thing. I sent you a link on Discord so you take a look. I mean, here we go. Gotcha. Let's graphic coming on the screen right about now. So let me just make a note of this per usual. Um, 
But uh, I I did not see the evolutions coming into this. This is a yeah, bit of a I didn't surprise. either too. Unfortunately, we just had the community where he evolved EVs to the stuff. I messed up. I need a Umbreon with Psychic for Great League because I didn't. I forgot to do it. And this would have been best time past community day, right? This past weekend, I forgot to walk ahead time. <laughs> so no! I couldn't evolve it. Yeah, it was oh, such a good rank it. one. I have a good rank one for Great League already, and I won one for Psych Psychic for Great League. But gotcha. Uh, it's rough. Be a lead TM down the road. Yeah, I guess start. I should start walking in now so that the next time this comes around, I don't have the same problem. But um, mm -hmm. I completely didn't even think about it until I saw that come around. But anyway, so part one holiday is happening. Part two is on its way, and Eevee and everyone the evolutions can be found wearing holiday hats in Pokemon Go. Shout out to Galix again for the graphic that we have on screen here. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, so it'll be holiday hat wearing Eevee. And then all of the evolutions. This could be shiny, which means that I assume the vol form can be shiny. On the yeah, graphic, it it's be. on yeah on the um on the Pokemon graphic itself, it doesn't uh it doesn't actually have shiny versions, but it should be because you should be able to evolve the EV. Yeah, why would you why would you catch a shiny and then evolve it up and it, <laughs> it doesn't have it's not shiny, right? Yeah. Yeah, which uh, out of the EV evolutions, which which one with the hat looks best for you? They kind of look goofy to me. Not gonna lie, which one looks the best? Yeah, okay. don't they all kind of look a little goofy? EV looks the best uh, with it, but the hat gets smaller based on their body. It size. does. Like like Flareon's hat yeah. is the smallest by far. It's like tiny. Yeah. Um, who do I think wore it best? Who wore it best? Um, it's got to be Jolteon. Jolteon wore it best. Really? Easily. Yeah. Flareon just looks goofy um yeah kind of like glaceon too but i don't know but glaceon already has a better yeah. holiday fit yeah umbrella looks kind of weird looks too good. looks like a random strawberry on top of like a burnt cake <laughs> it would <laughs> it would have been cool if they put the if they put the hat a little bit larger and over one ear yes just yes. like some of the pikachus but it looks like it's all going to stay stay with like the same size kind of like the Krogunk to toxic uh -huh. thing and speaking of evolutions here too uh, Cubchu wearing the holiday ribbon now can be on Bear Tick. You can now evolve it before you couldn't evolve it, which means gives me hope Save for my seal. Yeah. Seal, excuse me, Seal. Yeah, but again, this ribbon is so small I could barely see on this Bear Tick right now. I mean, like, come on, what's yeah. going on? They're just they're really sticky, staying true to the size. So based on this yeah. prediction, then on wall ring that that scarf's going to look like a piece of thread, I think, around his neck. Oh, you, you know what would have been cool, Caleb? What? If if the tie would have been on top of the bear's head if it was female, yeah. but a bow tie if it was a male. Oh, that's Dude. pretty dope. Let me design like this, Diantic. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Our speediest chief, too, before the fight. What's fair, sir? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before I get canceled for real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Winter Wonderland, we got... Okay, so from the 24th until the 25th, which is just the just weekend, I guess. We get Christmas. Yeah, event bonus, one extra special trade per day. That's fine, but we, that was a season reward before, too. Adventure incense activated during this event will last 30 minutes. Pretty cool, but again, just two-day events. Lucky exchange. The number of guaranteed lucky Pokemon a trainer can receive in a trade has been increased from 10 to 15. Starting now, if you've if you trade a Pokemon that has spent time in a trainer storage since 2017, it is guaranteed to become lucky until the limit is reached. This change is permanent and will stay active going forward. So I guess 
what I'm interpreting this is on Saturday the 24th at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. It in, that's when it happens. So that yeah. means we are guaranteed to trigger lucky, like five lucky Pokemon, I guess. From, I thought like it was five, fifteen a day. Well, right? fifteen. No, 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 no. It's it's like it used to be ten for everyone, lifetime, right? But oh, now, but I now it's up to I fifteen. See. So my guess is because we've already, we've probably already done it. I, I know I have. You, you yeah. probably have, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So to, so yeah. maybe we each theoretically have five left. It's kind of a weird mechanic because I don't know how many people know it. But essentially, if you've never traded any Pokemon in your store since twenty seventeen, the guaranteed lucky time frame, you're guaranteed to have that be a lucky trade on results. Mm-hmm. But. Um, if you've already done that, then that means you've already used your 10. My guess is maybe everyone gets additional five that have done that guaranteed lucky. And that yeah, has been increased right. starting now, and this change of permanent will stay active going forward. Here's my word of advice. Don't burn it this weekend unless you have like someone you want to trade with. But if you need that uh, lucky Galarian Stumpfist, that lucky mm-hmm. Mandibus for Ultra League, you need that lucky... Um, I don't know, a Bonsley for Great League, right? Or Talent Flame. Yeah, Talent Flame Ultra. for yeah, Ultra. Or what I'm personally saying for is Pachirisu. Right? Ooh, Guaranteed smart. lucky Pachirisu for Great smart. League. Right. Or Purified Wobbuffet's also a good one. Um yeah, Purified Wobbuffet's actually a really good one. Because you don't have to burn a mm-hmm. burn a special trade on uh, lucky trade on that, right? Purified yeah. Wobbuffet can be the hundred percent as well. Um then that'll be good. So you you be guaranteed to get it. So I'm gonna say my five for future trades with people, but we shall see. Um, but yeah, but yeah, that's uh, it's gonna be good. Um, it's a cool change. It's not like game breaking, but five extra luckies, guaranteed luckies, or fifteen for those that haven't taken advantage of them. It's good. It'll be a collection challenge as well. Blah blah blah. Hasuan Avalug raid day. Hasuan Avalug is mm-hmm. coming and it is here. Um, Hasuan Avalug. It will be in three star raids. So start uh you know trading the uh what's the pre-evolution again <laughs> um we live there all over burgermite yeah start trading those with the guarantee xl so you get some for mass league because soon avalog should be interesting is it rock ice type i think rock rock ice just like yeah. uh auroras auroras yeah be pretty nasty i think maybe at least for raid purposes but it could be pretty good um so that'll be on saturday the 24th uh, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. local time, and uh, there'll be a period of three star raids. So you can kind of try one. Three stars nice because that means you can probably sold them, and then you get mm-hmm. earn up to five additional raid passes and increased chance of encountering shiny Hisu and Avlug, which is kind of cool. I guess you can't really is evolve Bergmite into this, I guess, which is kind of unfortunate. No, it, it's kind of like Raichu versus um, well, not Raichu, yeah, versus Lola, Lola Raichu, Raichu. yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so the shiny actually has like an orange sherbet. Uh, orange cream sickle beard, which is kind of oh, cool. Orange cream sickle is what I'm calling it. Orange cream sickle. I don't really taste that funny. great in my opinion, but that is a nice color. It's a you know, it's a classic taste. Oh, it's very orange cream sickle. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad flavor. It just tastes very artificial to me personally, but <laughs> I don't know. Ice cream tier list when? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing tier list like every other week at this point. Um, and then, you know, still more Vivalon and the ice counters mm-hmm. are still around the same for the most part. Eggs are still about the same. Um, and then we have Kyuro in five-star rates. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I really wanted Sneasel in the wild. Man. This is big. Kyuro caught between Friday the 23rd to uh, Sunday, January 1st. We'll learn the feature attack Glaciites. 
pretty cool. Oh, and shine. Oh, shiny cure has already been released. But uh, Glaceite yeah. has a chance to decrease your opponent's attack stat when used. I think based on the Pokeminers thing, it's they mm -hmm. found it to be a better icy wind, which is pretty dope. Yeah, it's like five less energy. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I got two hundos. I'll use the Litiums on them if it's good. Remember? Yeah, it's Could one of my good. luckier Pokemon, which I haven't done a ton of raids in because they're not that useful. But yeah, that's pretty I'm much it. Waiting. Huh? I'm still waiting for Kyurem White and Kyurem Black. That's what I'm waiting for. Yeah, how does that work? So there's like Kyurem White, Kyurem Black. Isn't there like some like weird like mix with um, like with Sogaleo and Lunala? Is that what Kyurem was or something else? There's like some like weird integration where they're like morphed together or something. Mm -hmm. Good question. Know. I haven't played. Maybe, maybe someone more eligible can let us know. Yeah, yeah. People would be dropping. Look, we can also look it up easily. But if you drop it in our YouTube comments, YouTube algorithm, baby more comments we'll the better out. yeah so you know i, I mean hey fairx or hate or hates your response this time around i hope he drops hate comments in the youtube comments at least so I we get so. more comments help our seo <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly anyway so that's part two i'm glad we caught it before um before yeah. next week because yeah but that'll be all the way into december 31st so we'll see uh we'll have to talk probably Perfect. offline on what we're playing for the holiday special but mm -hmm. we should do something I'm down. It's been sure. two hours. So, you know, maybe that. But anyway, any final words or no? No. Um, I think during the during the next week's episode, I'd love for us to like recount the year and talk about, you know, things that Ooh. happened, what we expected to happen, what we're looking forward to next year. I think uh it's gonna be really good, man. But it's been a hell of a year. Yeah, and you started, I think, around June or so. Were you even around when the Milwaukee Doombug bird power thing happened? Like, did we have a hot tea segment on that, or were you... No, I don't think we did. Maybe maybe that was around when me and Zion were on a hiatus. We were trying to figure yourself out. Uh, yeah. I'm just going back and see. I'm trying to see where you... Oh, you started joining us. Oh, yeah. No, that was complete miss. So you joined on June 22nd, episode 54. Okay. Oh, so we've done like 20, 24 together. Or roughly episode 54. I'm not I'm actually, now the episode numbers. Oh, yeah, here. they're renumbering. Yeah, I forgot how they work. I think it is actually episode 54, though. Okay. I think so. Wait, yeah, we had to renumber everything. Yeah. There was some renumbering. No, no, no. It's not actually episode. It's whatever the actual. It, the title is Welcome Speed Chief. I'm looking on it. Uh, Oh, no. Yeah, we did have. That was the first tea topic we talked about. The Doombug dispute. Oh, okay, okay, nice. Yeah, our agenda was very small back then, too, but it was a it was a Doombug dispute. Yeah, episode fifty four. Yeah. So, uh, back on June twenty second, here we are, January or December twentieth. By the time you hear this, it will be twenty first or so, twenty first, twenty second. Yes. So, wow. So, yeah, you've been here for exactly six months, dude. Half a go. year. Wild. It's wild, dude. Wild. Time flies. Seriously, I know it's like a an old adage. People say it, but. It's crazy. Time flies. Well, um, appreciate Zionic for all that he helped with the podcast prior, and I appreciate you for taking his position and bringing it uh, to higher forms of media as well. We got YouTube <laughs> now. We got graphics. Yeah, we got people with beef. You know, yeah. adding you on Twitter like that's great. I you know. know. I was adding Zionic for beef. <laughs> look, look at look at all you've accomplished, Caleb. <laughs> True. I've been stirring that pot. <laughs> Throwing that pot strong here. Anyway, um, that I think wraps it up for us. But uh, thank you all for watching as always. 
happy holidays for those celebrating any of the holidays. You know, yeah. Hanukkah, I think we're on day number two. By the time you hear this, maybe day number mm-hmm. three of Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Christmas coming up. I'm actually don't, don't know my Kwanzaa dates. Other holidays yeah. also less educated on, so please educate me. But hope you have a great one. Hope <laughs> safe holidays, and we'll catch you all next week, maybe in a holiday special. Peace. Sounds good. Happy holidays, everybody. Peace. Peace.